0: co-host how are we doing buddy what's up Billy how's it going not bad not bad could be better could have uh, pulled out the dub here but uh still riding high off the Giants win uh yeah to break I, yeah, down I,
1: these these matchups here yeah I, I couldn't agree more I'm pretty much staring down the barrel of an 0-3 fantasy start but I mean I couldn't care less with how the Giants performed this weekend I'm right there with you um we'll get into that
0: later um as we kind of alluded to last time the format of this we're gonna go down the line all six matchups we are recording during monday night football so some stuff is left in the air we kind of ordered it so that way we can kind of uh, get to those that haven't been decided yet and hopefully as we kind of record we get into the third and fourth quarter there and that picture becomes a little clearer but um yeah you have anything before you, we want to get started or
1: no, I think uh, after how much bum talk has been going on in the group me this week, I'm right about ready to talk about everybody's matchup. Ready to see some heads roll, talk talk some
0: shit, get it out of your Oh, system. yeah,
1: absolutely. All right. We did hear the
0: uh, constructive criticism from everyone. Not everyone getting uh, the burn they were looking for. So I think the general format, we're going to play around with it. But uh, for this week, um, we're going to first talk about the winner of each matchup go down player by player of their roster then go to the loser um talk about any bench decisions or any mismanagement or potential for future weeks and then just kind of any closing thoughts and then move on to the next one so i am ready if you are po yeah absolutely let's fire it up cool so first up not the most exciting matchup but we have rasp versus travis um, this one was pretty much decided Thursday night when Travis went double dud on Thursday. <laughs> but as we said, we'll start with Rasp and then we'll get into Travis, who is staring staring at a complete disaster of a season. But um, we'll start with Rasp. Start at the QB position. Jalen Hurts um, thought he was a little sloppy throwing in the first like quarter or so. Eventually that connection to aj brown was everything yeah. that i feared it would be i talked
1: i think man. uh i think billy last week we were both saying you know that we have a fear of how good aj brown could be yeah and I, I think I was, we're both right there yeah i, I was trying to trying to t- convince
0: myself that it wouldn't be a big deal but they they definitely do appear to be scary um Defense potentially letting Detroit back in a little bit of a red flag but I mean their offense looks like it's clicking on all cylinders um Hurts rushing 17 for 90 and a touchdown he still gets the touches at the goal line which was honestly why I kind of hated Miles Sanders last year they
1: were kind of all vultured by Hurts I'm not saying... yeah I think the I think the one value that Hurts brings and I and I kind of touched upon this last week is like even if i think he's a terrible thrower of the football which I, I don't think he did anything to kind of dispel those claims this week you know his rushing provides such a high floor yeah that he's pro- he's got to be one of the best like fantasy assets from a qb standpoint yeah i mean
0: if this week's any indication i think he can easily finish top five i'd say lowest yeah absolutely he's healthy throughout the year um Definitely a huge threat, and I mean, he accumulated some passing yards too, and like I said, that connection to A.J. Brown appears to be very legit. They were scheming him open pretty much every time they wanted it. Um, and then the rushing attack, and then just putting up a nice 38, one of the more impressive offensive performances. Maybe not the best quality of defensive opponent, but I uh, would yeah. say, Birds fans are flapping their wings, calling at uh what they saw from Hurts this week one at least.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think there's there's much uh, disappointment there in Philly land. I mean, I absolutely hate their guts, but, I mean, you can't deny it. they The team looks very good this weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll move down to Elijah
0: Mitchell. Unfortunately, it looks like he's out for about eight yeah. weeks. is the early report. And it is a shame. It did seem like he was going to be that lead back. He, I think he was averaging seven yards a carry in his limited um Yeah, he did touches. look good for sure. I think this is going to be a consistent theme throughout any discussion about this game. It was in a fucking water park. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can kind of only take certain things with a grain of salt. Mitchell, yeah, it's definitely a shame. And it's what we were talking about with this team where there's kind of no room for error with the running backs. And it seems like, not that this was an error, but um, it's definitely going to be a tough hurdle. Obviously, he only gets the 4.1 didn't come into fact there again because travis couldn't break 80 but yeah it'll be interesting how that backfield kind of sorts itself out over the coming weeks
1: yeah like you said i it was a literal monsoon in chicago so it's going to be hard to rate like any of those players i think everybody thought mitchell coming into the, to the year was going to be the bell cow, and it seemed like for all intents and purposes he was going to be mm-hmm. um but i mean this is kind of a theme for the 49ers at this point where their starting running back just gets hurt in the first week and then I'm it's kind of uh, bum off the street to <laughs> yeah him. it's now it's going to be a guessing game so I mean Rass hit my line I, I do have Jeff Wilson so <laughs> you know if you want him I'm, I'm very interested in some of your assets so just let me know Um, but yeah I, I mean it sucks that he's out for 8 weeks but uh, what are you going to do I know last week we talked about this is pretty much the guy you want it if you want that zero RB strategy. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks that it kind of... This kind of always happens to Rass every year where it just... His RB1 blows up in his face. So it's just a tough look. Yeah. Don't have too much more on Mitchell, obviously.
0: And, I mean, we'll see him in eight weeks. Yeah. Um, Damian Pierce at RB2. Um, I'd say a bit of a disappointment, kind of, with the RB1 yeah absolutely. coming from Champ. Yeah, Just looking at the carries, it looks like Burkhead had 14, Pierce had 11. Um, And the real concerning thing for me, Pierce only uh, was on the field for 29% of their snaps. I know that's kind of typical for a rookie running back. A lot of times they struggle with pass pro um, and just kind of in general, that rookie kind of phase in. I think this can increase as the year goes on. I think the Texans were a little feisty, like like kind of a lot of people were predicting, but us included. So I'm not totally down on Damian Pierce, but going to have to see more from him to be a consistent starter and someone you're confident in. And, I mean, he kind of has no
1: choice. He kind of needs to lean on Pierce here. But yeah. um,
0: I, I think yeah, it if you, was if you like, look at his
1: bench, it, it is a kind of a wasteland of running backs because Brian Robinson, you know, got shot in the leg. So he doesn't yeah. really have much in the ways of depth there. And I guess I kind of echo your sentiment that, you know, it sucks because I think we everyone was expecting, and I, I know I was saying last week that I thought he would, you know, get 20 touches, and to see him, you know, be out-touched by bum-ass Rex Burkhead, <laughs> it's got to be, like, one of the more disappointing news notes of the week. And, you know, like you said, the the Texans did play, the Colts tough, and they they are a very good defense, so... It's still week one. We, we have no idea what the touches could look like moving forward. Yeah,
0: uh, I agree with everything there. So things did kick up here. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup, first-round pick, appears to just be picking up right where he left off. Um, yeah. Despite Stafford being pretty sloppy with the ball, uh, threw some bad picks, let some sail on him, he's still force-fed Cup the entire time. Against a good defense, I know... he he was getting the targets whenever he wanted 13 catches 128 and a touchdown got that 31.8 i I expect him to be within that 25 and 35 pretty consistently so i mean that wide receiver one he's got that position all year for him um that will help him kind of patch together a team a little bit but yeah anything on cup
1: yeah i mean i would say that I said like if he's 75% of what he was last year he's gonna be you know great for fantasy and it seems like he's picking up literally exactly where he left off like you had already kind of pointed to the one thing I will point out and I know we're talking about RAS first but if you have shares of Allen Robinson in this offense you've got to be pissed because I don't think Stafford really looked his way at all this kind of past week and it seems like Stafford is really just going to be looking cup's way. Um, I'd like to see what the offense looks like moving forward but I, I would think that cup is going to be a lock like you said for 25 plus a week if he just continues to get that target share. Yeah, completely agree and like you said, we'll get to Robinson in a bit but
0: uh cup it seems like <laughs> there's not even a regression right now it could even be yeah. more if they're a little crappier on offense and need to throw out of some of these games trailing like they had to but um we'll see how it goes there um obviously cup just still stud yeah moving on to wide receiver two keenan allen so apparently he injured his hamstring i'm not really sure yeah. when um to be perfectly honest these 4 p.m site a lot of my focus was on the giants
1: was pretty drunk for a good majority of this time slot but i want to say it was in the second quarter yeah that he injured his hamstring and he went out i i can't remember I mean, I I echo your point. I didn't really get to watch a lot of this Chargers game. He looked
0: great when he was in there. Um, I kind of was saying last week how I expected Mike Williams to kind of take over as the wide receiver one with the big payday. And just kind of being the deep threat, the touchdown guy, that did not seem to be the case. We'll get to Williams later. But I mean, even with Keenan Allen down, um, Williams was not going (laughs) to eclipse the... Value that Keenan Allen got in a quarter and a half or however long it was. Um, It looks like as of right now, we're still waiting on an MRI. He might be good. The only thing with this is they play Thursday, so I'm not sure he's going to be ready for um, week two, which obviously is a huge loss. It seems like this was shaping up to be a really good wide receiver duo. Um, We'll obviously have to wait and see on the hamstring. I feel like those do linger a bit um alan obviously uh, maybe not up there in age but he's played numerous seasons so hopefully you can stay healthy for him um it did look like he was herbert's guy herbert did look fucking awesome so yeah he did um we'll take it from there but we'll wait and see still got the 10.6 and i mean just that cup and hertz alone was pretty much all <laughs> he needed to beat uh
1: beat travis here um yeah so. And then I guess another point on Keenan Allen is like the soft tissue injuries. Like if you have a fantasy player are like the worst to deal yeah, with, it's the question because you weeks. never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're question questionable week in and week out. They could go out on the field and feel fine. And then first play of the game, be out for the rest of the game and kind of put that little goose egg in your lineup. So this is going to be really annoying for us to deal with the rest of the year. And then another thing is they do have a juicy matchup with the Chiefs this Thursday. So to be looking at your week two matchups and to see that he was going to be playing the Chiefs and now not having him in your lineup sucks. I mean, you, you're probably expecting a huge game out of him. And now, you know, you're really going to have to be scrounging at the bottom of the barrel, maybe pick up somebody off the waiver wire. Cause just looking at his bench, it doesn't seem like he has too many viable options to replace that production. No doubt um
0: moving on to the flex elijah moore um five catches for 49 um he got your 9.9 in the flex which i mean is nothing to spit at um as someone who got a goose egg pretty much from that position um my concern with moore i do think he's good um they threw it 57 times and we're pretty much trying to throw it all game um Mm -hmm. he had seven targets um it just doesn't seem like he's. I don't know. The, the Jets are going to be a mess. I the feel Jets like. are
1: going to be a mess. Yeah, yeah there's I, a
0: lot of there's a lot of guys there, but they don't move the ball enough for anyone to really get you your crazy numbers. It, it, it was Week One. It was Joe Flacco, but it, it it's going to be tough picking between more. Um, Corey Davis, like Michael Carter, uh, Bryce Hall, who's the rookie receiver, um, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson. I just feel like a lot of these guys are going to be hovering around this nine point a lot of weeks.
1: Um, I I did think that when Moore did have the ball in his hands, like kind of like Tony, like, you know, he did look athletic and good with the uh, ball actually in his hands. I, I think he's a good player. It just sucks that he has Joe Flacco, the statue in the pocket, throwing it to him. Because, I mean, Joe Flacco just looked terrible yesterday. Like, there's no if ands, or buts about it. He looked just as bad as he could possibly look. And I think that they're looking at a return for Zach Wilson, not for another two weeks. So yeah, it's not till October. It, it's, it, it, the it really sucks. It sucks if you're a Jets fan. And this is kind of a double-edged sword here for Rasp, where he's a Jets fan and he owns Elijah Moore. So it, it's just a kind of brutal week for him. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like we're down on him, but it is isn't yeah. to scrape out a
0: win here. I mean, he's gonna have to pick up some pieces here. But I'm I down mean, on him because his team and was good.
1: 125 it, is is nothing to spit at, you know. Yeah, I'm down on him because his team. Like I, I think he has a good team, and it just sucks that week one he's getting fucked by injuries. Like yeah. you can't help but feel bad that he's getting absolutely railed by injuries. Yeah, no doubt. Um uh, and I mean, I,
0: I think just in general, we're gonna kind of breeze by the defenses and kickers. Um, yeah, not really any analysis I can really give. Um, and I don't know who the defenses are playing next week, so not really. Good I to will dive say, there. kickers sucked this
1: weekend. Yeah, it Across made, it, made the NFL. it for great
0: football, though. Um, yeah, we'll get to Fat Randy later, but uh, a lot of electric moments by virtue yeah. of the uh, the wacky special teams. But. Uh, Yeah, seven and six from there. That's fine. You probably want more from Tucker, but just the one field goal attempt. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Yep. Just quickly looking at his bench, Um, I am high on Singletary. He looks very good. Um, He did. James Cook definitely did. Fumbled and kind of seemed a little out of place as a rookie in his first game. Um, And Zach Moss. Zach Moss fumbled too. Singletary, yep. like, didn't have a big points game, but the lead running back on a probably the best offense we saw, maybe. Um, I think that can kind of help.
1: Singletary Watson. looked good when he actually had the chance to carry the yeah, ball. Yeah,
0: no, I think he was productive and running.
1: Um, he averaged I don't, six I don't understand why they don't use him more. Like, I, I really think, like, they need to get away from this running back by committee in Buffalo. Because with Josh Allen and then all three of these running backs, it really muddies the backfield. And I mean, anybody watching that game could see that Devin Singletary looked the best.
0: Yeah, I, I thought he looked good. Um, if he scores a touchdown or gets a little more involved in the passing game, like that can definitely be a serviceable replacement um, while you get healthy there. Um, we'll see. Sky Moore, bit of a disappointment, just the one catch. We'll see. With
1: rookies, I mean, it- it's definitely going to be a wait and see game. Yeah. But maybe not. Rookie wide receivers usually have slow starts unless they're Jamar Chase or Odell Beckham. So I'm not very surprised that he, you know, only had the one catch. Bouncing off of that, I think Watson,
0: he's the one who dropped the like 80 yard walk in touchdown, I believe. Um, And Rodgers, I thought was going to assassinate him right there. Um, And then Kenyon Drake, um, he did get a majority of the touches and carries. He averaged 2.8 of rush, though, so I'm not
1: sure if that's really their long-term. And um, I think J.K. Dobbins is going to be back next week, so I'm not sure how relevant Ken yeah, Drake's Drake is going to we'll be moving see. forward. But, I
0: mean, in general, I think the Jets really bottled
1: them up. They did a good job stopping Lamar running. I thought the game was a lot closer than the final score shows, and especially when they had bum-ass Flacco back there, you know? Yeah, I mean, we'll get into this more with Lamar on Travis's team, but I thought the
0: Ravens looked pretty out of sort for a good majority of it i think Lamar had like the
1: three big passing plays the entire first um, half the ravens i guess this is probably a good transition over to travis's team yeah correct I, i think the entire first half lamar kind of looked slow to start but i mean it is week one but in the second half like i think he kind of reminded you of why the ravens are dumbasses for not signing him um his past abatement was absolutely electric. And I thought he did a good job in the second half of kind of bringing his team back into the lead and closing out that game. And the interesting thing about Lamar this week is he kind of did it through the air. He didn't really need to use his legs to win the game. Yeah. So it's I kind mean, of something you want to see from him. I,
0: I think he'll need to use the legs a little more. 17 yards rushing is pretty uncharacteristic for him. Um, yeah. Against elevated competition but i mean the deep balls and everything like that still is there um i think he'll be fine long term just a 20 point performance from him is probably a little disappointing um but i mean if he drops 40 doesn't really make a difference in this matchup um but we'll we'll wait and see lamar it's kind of that big contract here that uh that aaron negotiation so we'll see where it goes um with him I think the big disappointment or I mean we're about to go down the line with disappointments but Kamara um, yeah yeah it was weird he, he was still out there for a good majority of the snaps but four targets Pat in the past game and nine carries um, just not used to seeing him not have the manufactured touches especially if you're doing the- something wrong if Kamara only has 12 touches in the game yeah and I mean this is was supposed to be a pretty favorable um matchup against the Falcons team that's yeah absolutely talent on defense um I mean the, the Saints ended up moving the ball and scoring points but you got to think Kamara needs to be more um have a bigger role in the offense moving forward but just a 7.6 and I assume this is his first rounder or second rounder um either yeah, way I think that's, that's breaking you know
1: yeah, it sucks. And I guess the one thing is they the the Falcons were up for a large majority of this game. Yeah. I think they were up something like twenty like twenty four to ten or twenty three to ten like going into the fourth, if I remember correctly. And the Saints really didn't come back till like the last five minutes of the game or something. So I mean Kamara, I guess coming from behind they did kind of have those gadget-like runs with Taysom Hill, and Jameis was, you know, having to pass the ball. But I, I would have liked to see him be more involved in the passing game, especially because Jameis threw it, I think, like 35, yeah, 34 times this week. So for him to only get, like, four targets and not really get any work sucks. Um, I, I'm not really worried about Kamara, though. I'd, I'd be shocked if he continues to only see, you know, like – uh 15 16 looks a week he's he's a great player i I doubt it stays this way
0: i'd say i'm a little more worried than you are um at least if that's my like rb1 and i'm counting on him to kind of carry my team yeah um i'd be a little concerned i I don't think he's going to drop seven points every week I, i think he'll be better than that but i'm not sure if this is your 30 and 40 point vintage camara um we'll
1: see though we'll definitely see um and I guess to your point I'd be even more concerned um, with moving on to the next player we're going to talk about Cam yeah. Akers being your RB2 um, so Cam Akers I think this is probably the easiest pick of the week this is my bust of the week the starting running back for the Rams to just put up absolutely zero points is just kind of annoying and just crazy to think about especially considering how well he played in the playoffs and you know He didn't look good at all, either. The Rams' entire offensive line looked terrible. I was concerned about that, but, you know, at least Henderson was getting some, you know, juice. He was getting some yardage. Cam Akers looked terrible. Yeah, I mean, he only had three carries,
0: but he was uh, touched behind the line of scrimmage pretty much every play he had. He looked slow. He was dancing in the backfield. They targeted him some in the passing game. Uh, I didn't even realize it was him for most of the game because he's rocking number three. Yeah, But, um... Yeah, it, it, I, I, we'll get to it later, but it was almost reminiscent of last year's Saquon of just coming off that major injury and just not fully taking yeah. what's in front of you, just kind of dancing, trying to bounce outside, just that hesitation. I think they'll go against, obviously, some shittier defensive lines at some point, so maybe they get them going, but I definitely would be panicking, uh, especially Henderson was going against the same line, obviously, and Seemingly looked a lot more confident and explosive. Yeah, and even he was getting involved in the passing game more. Um, So I definitely this RB duo in
1: general definitely scares the shit out of me if I'm Trav. Yeah, and I mean if you look at his bench bill, his only running back is Mike Davis. So
0: he's gonna Travis.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Travis is gonna have to figure something out. I, I mean, it's hard to see. Much light at the end of the tunnel here. But, I mean, like we said last week, Travis usually finds a way. Yeah. So, I'm sure he'll be hitting up people for trades this week.
0: He's got a start. I mean, it, in general, my rule of thumb is kind of let week one and two go before you kind of see what your team actually yeah. is. But I, I think it's going to get late fast for him if he doesn't kind of address this running back situation. Um, I'd say as one positive note, Tyreek Hill, 18 points. Yep um eight catches 94 yards um i i like the dolphins a lot and uh just to kind of remind you uh you said no way in hell the dolphins win um i mean yeah uh, the patriots don't win and uh i yeah. was bamboozled
1: they looked like fucking shit <laughs> mike mcdaniel they looked, looked nice. terrible yeah the patriots looked terrible. They, and I mean, what else did you expect from a Joe Judge and Matt Patricia-Ran offense, though? Did you I mean, see I Joe expected Judge? them to be a lot better. Did you see Judge with his full hoodie sweatsuit in 98-degree Miami weather just sweating yeah, that like sounds a fucking like that.
0: Putz, just Yeah, it sounds clueless. like
1: that fucking idiot mouth breather. I'm not surprised. I mean, I guess I expect just more out of the Patriots, but this is like the beginning of the racks like beginning to show you I mean, know it, it is week a little one. last
0: year the, i know they made the playoffs but i mean they weren't on the same tier as those top afc
1: yeah they, they definitely weren't i mean it, i'd definitely be concerned as a patriots fan and um, at, not
0: to get not to get away yeah, from tyree we're, we're Hill, completely though. getting sidetracked yeah but, uh, yeah tyree, um, Hill.
1: <laughs> tyree kill yeah i mean my one point i don't really have much to say about tyree Hill besides you know you got to be happy that even with noodle arm tua he was effective and he did have twelve targets, so he's clearly the number one in that offense. And then on top of that, you know, he had he didn't have the touchdown, he still had a good game. And Tua was able to support both him and Jalen Waddle to have a good game. So, if you have shares of the Miami offense, especially these pass catchers, you got to be a little happy. Yeah, and
0: I, I I echo the concern about the your noodle arm or deep ball accuracy, whatever. But yeah. I mean, they they clearly. We're making an emphasis to get on the ball in the short and intermediate, and that's just going to equate to fantasy points. Um, yep. He's going to bust some, <laughs> eventually get those touchdowns. But yeah, 12 targets and no one else on the team had more than five, so I- I'd be excited. They're going to manufacture him the ball. It's not just going to be um, a deep threat. Like I, I like the coaching. They're going to scheme him open. I- I'd-, I'd expect a big year from him. Obviously, probably not as consistent as he's going to be, with the Patrick Mahomes, but uh, I think Tyreek Hill can be a
1: pretty consistent, very good starter, borderline wide receiver one. Yeah, um, he's one of the wide receivers that moved this year to a new team like Devontae Adams we'll get to later. But, you know, just continue to perform in his new spot. No doubt. Um,
0: Someone who didn't perform in their new spot, Allen Robinson. Um, Two yeah. targets. It seemed like it was all-cup. Um, Higby actually got a ton of shine as well. I don't know what his stats ended up looking like, but I know he had a ton of targets as well. Robinson, I mean, I didn't notice him out there. It was
1: Kenny Galladay adjacent, I feel, at times. Um, Yeah, they were, like, really not... He wasn't really looking Allen Robinson's way. I think towards the end of the fourth, when the game was already out of hand, I think that he had an end zone shot to Allen Robinson that ended up falling up short. Um, But outside of that, I, I didn't really you know, notice Robinson at all. And it seemed like Cup was just absolutely commanding all the targets. Um, The only thing I – I don't really want to talk about Robinson much longer. I don't have much else to say about him. Um, I'm not hitting the panic button on him just yet because I did see a stat that, you know, he was averaging like three yards of separation. So I'm more concerned about Stafford and his ability to get Allen Robinson the ball than Allen Robinson as an individual player. So I I guess we'll see how he does moving forward. But the Rams kind of looked flat. It's hard to think the Rams are going to look like that for the rest of the season. Yeah. And I mean, we'll see what their matchup is. And obviously
0: in the next, the preview episode, but uh, for the time being between that acres Camara, it's, it's just a lot of reason for concern when I look at this team. Um, We'll go quickly to Hawkinson. I mean, four for 38, 7.8. Totally pedestrian tight end performance. Um Yeah,
1: tight ends across
0: the league were kinda of pedestrian. Yeah. We're gonna breeze through a lot of the tight ends, I'd say, for the most part, if they yeah. do anything groundbreaking. But uh I expect Hawkinson to kind of be in this range pretty consistently. Um if he scores he'll get you your fifteen, but um yeah, I, I think this is gonna be kinda be around where he is. That being said, uh the line scored points at the end of the game, so um, their passing attack looks strong. They had a lot of receivers do well as well. Um, so yeah. definitely some upside there, but going to be a serviceable tight end all year for
1: him. Um, and yeah. see if he's able to kind of fill in the rest of the gaps. Um, and then on Thielen, um, just to kind of wrap this all up, Thielen, I did kind of go into this week expecting him not to have a boom week against the Packers secondary, And they also didn't really need him because Justin Jefferson just absolutely destroyed the Packers. So, I mean, this is kind of what I was expecting out of Thielen, so I'm not necessarily shocked. Um, I guess we'll see how he does moving forward. Yeah, it's tough to gauge um, because this kind of was a blowout pretty
0: quickly, I feel. I'm not sure how much they threw versus Rand in the second half, but... Um, This game is kind of over in the blink of an eye with the Jefferson plays. Um, That being said, this Viking offense, it does look like it is as good as it's built up to be. I know they only scored 23 points, but this, I I feel like it it was never a game. The Packers defense is good. um, And I think they were just able to kind of pound the rock. I know Mm -hmm. Cook had a ton of carries and they had the big plays whenever they needed them. If this was a shootout, I imagine Thielen gets more involved, but... Um, three for 36 obviously not going to save a team um, that kind of had some zeros and disappointment up and down it um, yeah. quickly I, I know we. Just, I said I was not going to talk about a ton of defense and spe- <laughs> special teams but uh, the Browns the $25 defense um, started over the Bills who had a nice 18 again wouldn't have made a difference yeah. but just a funny note and there.
1: let's not underplay that he started a $25 defense, but the fact that he played them over what probably looked like outside of the Steelers, the best defense in the league this weekend. Yeah. And I mean, I
0: I imagine they will be consistently around, um, that double digit point total, especially when they're playing some shittier offenses. But, um, crazy thing too. He has Bucker, a a kicker who got hurt. Um, I think he's fine from what I'm reading, but, uh, kind of funny. Um, the Justin Reed whole thing. Um, I guess we can move on to his bench here. Devontae Smith goose egg is surprising. Um, I was not aware of this. I kind of didn't see him starting across a lot of my leagues. Um, But yeah, this is AJ Brown's team, it seems. I'm not sure how much Devontae Smith we're going to see, unfortunately.
1: And I'm not so sure that Jalen Hurts can support two pass catchers in this offense.
0: We'll see. I mean... (sighs) I imagine people are going to have to fucking key in on AJ eventually. And Smith, still a speedster, still a big explosive play person. But I'm not sure yeah. if he's going to get the targets to kind of be a consistent 6-10 um, to 10 pass catch guy. I said that last week and literally foot very far up my <laughs> ass and mouth. But um, yeah, we'll see there. Jacoby Myers, just a
1: meh 10 maybe a flex play i hate he did the have a pretty audience, but he had a pretty sick catch on the sideline where he went up and got it um from a terribly thrown ball by mac jones by the way so that's did, about did my mac highlight of did
0: i kind of see that or no yeah
1: he's got a he's got a back thing dealing with like back spasms yes i mean i wouldn't really count on that to be
0: a, a substitution that's going to turn it on honestly i'd probably just ride with robinson again next week if i'm him yeah. Um, Dobbs or Dubbs, whatever the hell his name is, just all the Packers receivers. It's it's hard to take anything from that Packers game. Yeah, <laughs> the receivers thing like a It many. Seems like no one's going to be the elite one. I imagine, obviously, they'll score more points, be a little um, more productive down the line, but I'm not sure. It, it, it's a wait and see on these Packers receivers if there's going to be one that kind of emerges um, as the guy.
1: And Julio. then next, yeah, Julio looked, I mean, it was over early yesterday, but Julio looked good. I mean, he, he looked pretty good, and he had that one drop. Uh, I think it was in, like, the – maybe towards the end of the third quarter where he kind of dove for the play. And I, I think if he has that catch, you're talking about four for almost 100 yards for Julio in a game where the Bucks were kind of comfortable with a lead and running the ball the entire second half. So – I mean, I don't know if you saw what I saw, but Julio did look like a little bit of a return to form, or at least he looked a lot better than he did last year in Tennessee. I got to be honest, and uh,
0: just between you and I, I didn't watch a second of the Sunday night game. (laughs) I blacked out extremely hard after the Giants. I just spent the next three hours just watching press conferences and stuff. Um, Ooh, I didn't um, know Dak, Dak was hurt until this morning, um, so.
1: Cortland Sutton, sorry, sorry, 90. alert. Cortland Sutton, just had a catch for 18 yards. So where's that? And that other matchup. It there. puts uh, Proc up by 0.38. It just updated. He's up like two points. Oh, he had another. Sorry, there we go. Another. Now it looks like Proc. Um, barring, uh, Jamison Crowder-esque fumble, yeah. won his matchup this yeah. week. Yeah,
0: I mean he's not gonna. He'd need like a handoff and it'd be a fumble but so yeah happy that that one's decided so we should have most of the action done as we go through these which was the goal so great yeah great by us good to know um anything else you want to talk about specifically about rafts team this week um no i i think yeah i, I think it has the pieces hurts cup um keenan allen if he can come back and then if he can figure out some things um, yeah, nothing else to highlight on his team, I would. Say. Yeah, looking up and down, no one else I really want to talk about. Okay, um, maybe let's move on. Who do we got next? Yeah, let's move on. Let's do me and Kurt. Okay. Um, so we will start with Kurt. Massive performance from his team. Um, Josh Allen looked phenomenal. Uh, he even had the the turnovers early, and it's it just didn't matter i was kind of hyped holding on to it for dear hope that he would have a somewhat pedestrian game and then now it's a it's a 31 and a half the rushing touchdown um all that shit about them not using him as a rusher they were up fucking 21 still running bootleg with him so i don't think any of that is true Mm -hmm. um he he has a (laughs) is a real shot at being the qb1 as kind of most people expected but i mean if he's healthy i'd say his floor is like qb3 um just a stud there which should come
1: to no one's surprise yeah i was kind of getting some fucking shit in the group me about that early in the game on thursday and then josh allen just exploded and proved why he's like an mvp level quarterback i don't really have much to add he he just looked amazing yeah i mean the the bills are gonna be a force all year Um, absolutely
0: anyone you got on them has a good good chance to score um, they just move it up and down the field. Um, Swift looked incredible as well. He was busting yeah. long, busting long, uh, long runs. He got vultured twice by Williams too. Otherwise, he's looking at a forty burger. Um, he only had four more carries than Williams, and Williams getting the goal line touches is maybe a slight thing to keep an eye on. But I mean, he average 9.8 to carry Williams average 2.8 so I mean Dan Campbell should figure it out relatively soon that Swift is
1: the elite option there um, I think he's the elite option I don't necessarily think Jamal Williams hurts him too much or something to be concerned about no 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 um, I, I don't mean yeah, if anything, think I think they complement each other pretty well yeah it, it just uh, I'd be frustrated if he wasn't getting yeah I would definitely be because you see Swift's performance and obviously he went off and and I did say last week that I was very high on Swift this year. And I did love this pick by Curtis. You know, it sucks to think that he could have had a 40 point game. Um, he didn't need it. It looks like he's he didn't still going to flirt with
0: 140, maybe 150 if DK scores. We'll get to him yeah. in a second. But yeah, Swift looks like the first rounder that he's depending on him to be. Um, moving on to Stevenson, kind of going off of that, uh, Patriots. Struggling offense, a uh, four point seven from him. It looked like neither running back really got it going um in the passing game or the running game.
1: Um only yeah, average I want wanna carry. I did say to start Stevenson over Chase Edmonds, and I yeah, guess it, it Curtis actually out. listened to me. <laughs> we bullied um. <laughs> him into benching Chase Edmonds in a desperation
0: yeah. attempt and he's still not that Chase to...
1: Edmonds looked amazing, but I, it's it kind of like it's the Patriot RB curse where it just sucks that it's looking like it's just going to be just like last year where it's a 50-50 split between Stevenson and Harris. And and it doesn't seem like the Patriots are going to be good enough to support both. Yeah. I mean, the RB2 is really the only hole on his team.
0: Everyone else seemingly popped off. Jamar Chase, incredible. 16 targets. Um, Potentially is helped by uh, T. Higgins going down, but I, I yeah. think he was going to get his regardless. Not just a deep threat. He gets goal line, red zone targets. He gets short, intermediate. He takes screens for
1: fifteen yards. He he's just awesome. He is everything. Yeah, and you 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 gotta feel great because he he did do that against like one of the best defenses in the NFL. And
0: I mean mean, he he was having his way, and I mean that's with Burrow turning it over five times.
1: So I mean yeah, the the, five more possessions of production. The offense looked completely different in the second half for Cincinnati. So. I might have been concerned the first half, but, I mean, it looks like Chase is similar to Cup. He's going to pick up exactly where he left off last year. Yeah, I I think he'll be awesome, and I, I don't imagine too many
0: more five turnover games from Burrow. Um, pretty much
1: a fluke, and he still had 29 points, so yeah i would love to spend more time talking about him but it's like what else can you say besides he was just great he was awesome (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) and i mean moving on to aj brown this this was just a rough 1 p.m when seemingly no one else was moving the ball it seemed like red zone was just aj brown jamar chase aj brown Jamar chase just bouncing back and forth and i
1: have aj brown and censor this another league and it every time i looked at my matchup it was just consistent points from aj brown Ten um, for fifty-five. Ten for one fifty-five. Sorry, didn't even get a touchdown, which I imagine that'll start coming. Yeah, um, I, I mean he, he, the. We already said it earlier, and I hate to stroke the Eagles more, but I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, you got to be fucking flying high right now. AJ Brown looked great. The Eagles' offense looked great. The defense, eh, whatever. But I mean, Curtis got to feel great, feeling like he's probably got a potent the potential QB one along with you know. Two wide receivers who could end up in that wide receiver one spot at the end of the year. Yeah,
0: a hundred percent. Dawson Knox kind of dotted for him. Not terribly concerned. I mean, it, it's a tight end. I wasn't really able to ma- take advantage of it on the other side, um, and I suspect yeah, tight get ends get one point five. Like we said, good offense.
1: If Although I will say
0: with Allen, it's this
1: nice stack. But yeah, go ahead. I I don't, I don't think. I don't think Dawson Knox is really going to turn it around. And I think it's like if you uh, – obviously you watch the Bills game, but it seems like they have a litany of options to throw the ball to. So if it's not Stefan Diggs or Gabe Davis as their top two options, Isaiah McKenzie and Jamison Crowder were kind of getting a lot of work across yeah, I mean, the middle of the field and, and underneath. Those are slot guys. I, I wouldn't say that
0: really dips into – Dawson Knox. So I I think they can kind of do whatever the hell they want on any given mm-hmm. week. If if they see a matchup, they'll exploit it. I think Knox is fine as, as far as turning it around. Like I I don't really know what turning it around looks like. I I think he can easily be a top twelve tight end and therefore very startable. Um, obviously, yeah, a I think a disappointing last week, but I I wouldn't. He did have some huge weeks last year. Yeah, I mean that's um, I the nature we'll of the position. Like you're going to have some ones. Um it didn't hurt him at all. He with a dud from RB2 and tight end, he still is going to put up 140, so I personally wouldn't be concerned there, but um we'll see what happens. Moving on to DK. Um he's already having a better game than I kind of expected. Five catches for 20 yards, we're only in the third quarter here. Um that being
1: said, it's nothing down the field. These are check down yeah (laughs) and and the crazy thing about it is geno smith right now is going downfield to his tight end and his third string wide receiver um but i mean hey bill i did tell you that dk metcalf is a force for geno smith so i mean i can't imagine he's gonna continue to have such a low yardage for the rest of this game or at least moving forward yeah we'll see and i mean he doesn't need to be on
0: this team he's a flex and there's two wide receiver ones above him anything you get from dk is a massive bonus but yeah um i think just top to bottom kind of bengals defense tyler bass whatever four and eight um top to bottom this team's awesome um i think after week one they're the top dog um yeah i absolutely agree can kind of go down the bench quickly um Chase Edmonds, potentially you want to work him in as your RB two. Um yeah. Stevenson disappointing. Um Naheem Hines even had a ton of targets, ton of pass production um with the Colts. I don't know what to think of the Colts fully, and I don't know if I'd fully be comfortable starting Naheem Hines, but I think it's an option in a pinch. We'll see how Matt all. I really don't like Matt Ryan, so I'm yeah. not that high on the Colts. We'll see. Um, he's got some options, and obviously he can tinker, trade, do whatever he needs to do. Russ, potentially a little disappointing um, stat-wise so far. Um, I'm
1: not paying full
0: attention to this game, so I can't really give a full break. Well, Melvin but...
1: Gordon just got stopped at the one-yard line on a catch. So, Ooh, Maybe a touch. No, nah, it looks like he's down at that literally half-yard line, Melvin Gordon. Sucks for him. Um,
0: but yeah not a ton on the bench i'd say but starting lineup he kind of dropped yeah a very runner. solid um,
1: i do want to see what alan lazard will do when he comes back though and yeah kurt, I mean, by the way you have an ir spot you have an ir spot, kurt you could put lazard in there and you could have picked somebody up yeah i don't need it i put up 140
0: <laughs> um okay we'll go over to my team um Kyler Murray, bit of a disappointment, I'd say. Um, they looked like dog shit. Um, didn't yes, they did. not get going on the ground. I think is the issue for his
1: points. Um, five Melvin Gordon yards. Sorry, sorry. Melvin Gordon fumble into the end zone. Ugh. Um, Gotta hate to be the guy that owns Melvin Gordon.
0: But yeah uh kyler bit of a disappointment i'm a little nervous because i mean they were down early uh, i expected him to just kind of reap up some garbage time and it just kind of never came um but yeah a little nervous about that but all things considered i think he'll be fine i kind of need to rely on him being fine
1: um i, I uh, didn't love murray coming in kind of this year with all the offseason bullshit and I was talking about last week how I, I'm not a big believer in Cliff Kingsbury, so I mean, I kind of echo your sentiment that it's you know, I would be a little concerned, especially because it's not like the Chiefs have a world-beater defense, so like you said, you would have expected some kind of garbage time points to yeah. halt Tim higher. We'll wait and see. I'm not sure who they're playing next week at the moment.
0: Obviously, like, I'm going to ride him and then if I need to figure out quarterback, I need to figure it out, but um, too early to pull the plug, but would have liked a little more than 20
1: from him i can't imagine you'll find anybody worth streaming that'll put up now with kyler anyways i think you're probably good with him in general i think my sentiment
0: i i have some holes Uh, i'm not mashing the panic button really i think i went up against a good team i scored kind of middle of the pack um with duds so um we'll go player by player though uh for net i thought he looked good uh, yeah. Again, I didn't watch a second of the game, but stat-wise, um, I, I think I, he had 111 like a... yards in the second half, if I remember correctly. And I, mean, something... I, I expect them to kind of do that to teams, just get out to a lead and run the ball. Um, there was kind of bullshit about him being overweight and not being in shape, and then also them trying to limit his carries, but looking at the box score, he had a majority of the carries, ran for a shit ton of yards, and then kind of similar with chubb what we're coming up with but just no touchdowns so that kind of prevents your big game but 15.7 yeah. on a week when he didn't score like all you gotta be that.
1: happy too because my main concern i mean if you didn't watch the game but was the bucks offensive line and you know for him to run that well behind that line is pretty good especially because brady was kind of getting bullied on the edges um and their interior line didn't look too great so for frenette to have 127 yards against like a better defensive front in Dallas um, is probably good signs for the future. Um, yeah, I, I thought Fournette looked good from what I watched last night. And kind of same with Chubb.
0: Like I'm well aware it's going to be a two-headed backfield, but, I mean, he still got his fair share of carries. 22 carries, average 6.4, um, 141 yards. Again, just no touchdown. <laughs> we got vultured a couple times by Kareem Hunt. And, I mean, that's just going to be the theme of the year. Um, But if his floor floor is just getting a shit ton of yards and he doesn't score every week, um,
1: we'll see how it goes there. I I, I like both of them long-term. Yeah, you definitely have a solid... I I, I was definitely concerned about your RB duo going into this week. But after seeing them perform, like, my main concern for for net was the line. And then my main concern for Chubb was really just, like, how is he going to play with Brissett. But it seems like the Cleveland offensive line is so good, and he's just so good that he's just going to continue to give you value. You would just love to see one of those Kareem Hunt touchdowns go his way.
0: Yeah, and I some weeks they will, you know. Um, yeah. Not panicking with either one of those. Um, but, yeah. Jefferson, I, I took some flack for taking him over McCaffrey, and it looks like he's going to be the number one scorer of
1: the week. Yeah, this is your moment, Bill, so please bask in.
0: No, I mean— not much to bask in. Um, a nice thirty-nine point four. I'm definitely amped on it. I all the shit about the Vikings' offense appears to be true. Um, he's saying he, he's he's saying that he's going to be the unanimous one receiver um, this year. He, he says yada yada all the shit about cup being open and now that being him um, against a good defense. And I mean, he didn't really have to play four quarters of. Raid offense you know he kind of got it all done in the first half so i i expect big things from him all year um i think he'll yeah, be
1: great. He, he <laughs> great i mean if i were you i'd be absolutely roster baiting to the fact that you took the risk to take Jeff, justin jefferson what was it the second overall pick like it's not too much of a risk but to take him i think everybody was thinking it was kind of surprising that he was going as the wide receiver one over cup this year and it's nice to see kind of week one that like it completely proves itself out i mean obviously it still is only week
0: one it's only week one you got a lot of
1: performance against a great defense in Green bay it's trending towards working out especially if
0: my running backs can kind of um pick it up a little more but um
1: then it kind of gets ugly for my team i'd say (laughs) Well, um, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Rashad Bateman, because I i mean, that's who we're going to next year, right? Yeah. Rashad Bateman, he had the, the one TD he did have. He absolutely burned the Jets corner. And like, that's kind of who I think Rashad Bateman is like, and it could be. I just, I wish that they would go his way more in in this Ravens offense. Yeah, it scares me because it was just the one big play. He only had the yeah. two catches.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought Duvernay was him about nine times. Um, <laughs> so. I feel
1: like all of the the Ravens wide receivers just blend in to me for it some reason. It took me forever
0: to learn his number. Um, and Duvernay, <laughs> I've stashed him. Well, he him on changed Dynasty his number, for... Bill.
1: I'm pretty sure he changed his number, Bateman, Bateman did. going into this year. Duvernay,
0: I think, was always 13. But I yeah. yeah, stashed him forever just waiting for him to break out. And then, of course, it looks like I may have grabbed the wrong Ravens receiver. We'll see. Uh, like I said, Lamar, I don't think. In general, their offense wasn't really ticking a ton. No, um, it wasn't. Also, Sauce Gardner had a imagine. great game as well. I'm not sure if they were even locked up uh, against each other. Um, I know it wasn't him who got burnt on the touchdown. Um, so we'll see. Um, not not a not a back breaking performance. The 13.9 um, would like more volume, and I think hopefully we'll get it. It is just nice to see that he is the deep threat. Um at least on the one play. So not gonna really die on any hill in particular, but um I, I don't hate the, the Bateman performance. Moving on to Kyle Pitts, I, I think this is what really kind of sunk the matchup. When I saw the 1.5 from Dawson Knox, I fully expected Pitts to just be a major um yeah. advantage there, and it just kinda didn't come they tried throwing him the ball um him and london were tied for the most targets but just two catches 19 yards like that's that's not going to cut it from
1: someone i took and he's he's not going to be that all year i mean it sucks (laughs) it sucks to spend a premium tick uh pick on a tight end because i did it last year with kittle and he kind of underwhelmed but i just think it's kind of a fluke week like you said he did have seven targets um, I can't imagine he's only going to convert, you know, 20% of his targets moving forward. So it sucks this week, especially because Atlanta put up a lot of points. But yeah, I mean, this is like the the worry with tight ends. Like even when even when you draft him early, like outside of really like Kelsey, like and Andrews, like who are you really going to have there that's going to consistently perform every week? I like to think it'll be him, but uh, obviously a
0: rough start to the pits era in um defiant jazz i forgot my team name but uh yeah moving on to tony um really the one down yeah. <laughs> down aspect of the giants win yesterday he just wasn't on the field um i which... think he played in i want to say he only played like 10 snaps, 10 snaps. yeah um wasn't targeted wasn't out there really he when he was out yeah. there it was for the gadget plays and i mean he looked electric when he had the ball that that uh he end did around and where he's
1: gonna throw it and the then, end around where he yeah. lost 20 yards and then still managed to gain five it's like they they need to know that that is better than
0: fucking david sills like i i don't know if he's in the doghouse house james i mean in the
1: locker room but I don't think so because it it doesn't resolved. seem like there's any news coming out from Dable in re- regards to that. I mean, he was playing his music and shit in the preseason, warm ups and shit like that. I'm and, and I mean, Dable and the... traded
0: him. They could. they said they yeah, weren't going to trade him. Like these these Richie James targets, these manufactured touches, like all these other guys were having. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's a little scary. And I mean, granted the fact that we were just able to run the ball however we wanted we kind of leaned away from the pass and that's kind of what dable said after the game is just kind of we had our package that was working and he wasn't really a part of it definitely something to monitor though uh i am a little afraid um just in general i gotta figure out this flex but um we'll see i i, I still think it's there i i hope they're able to implement him i think he's
1: too talented to not be a part of the game plan moving forward but, but i mean it's far from D'Abel, a start from him moving in forward. his press conference too dable really didn't give a vote of confidence towards tony so that also would concern me is that he didn't exactly go out on a limb for tony he basically just said that he wasn't a part of the game plan this week but he could be next week so i guess we'll see and uh i know we're wrapping up here on your team bill but i did get shit for saying you should start thursday players and i did tell you to start daryl henderson so yeah i
0: mean henderson will get a look next week we can kind of go down to my bench um yeah i i'd say in general i'm happy with the performance the the pits and the tony duds are are your difference here it looks like i'm about to lose by like 15 ish it's if you yeah get some production there um we get a closer game but henderson i like um potentially gonna be an rb1 on a good team other than that, it's kind of rookies. Pickens disappointed. Lawrence looked pretty bad as well at times. Um, and then I'm waiting. He looked a on. little
1: lost out there, Lawrence. Yeah, he of seemed...
0: disappointed me. I, w- I wanted
1: more from him. Um,
0: he wasn't playing a bad fan. defense.
1: Yeah, but he, he did not look. It kind of same thing as last year. He just doesn't look like the guy he was touted as being. Let's see if Doug Peterson can maybe turn that around because I think Doug Peterson is a little bit of a better coach that he might get credit for. Yeah, he's, uh, a, we'll he's a wait and see. Um,
0: I'm still going to ride with Kyler moving forward. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's kind of rookies and
1: injuries. So, Yeah, I think after this, I think the one thing you should be looking forward to after this Kyler performance is that it seemed like he was missing DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup. So if you can get DeAndre Hopkins back later in the year, it might be a huge boost for your team if you're kind of in the playoff hunt in the second half of the year or if you're you know getting geared up for the playoffs, it would be a great stack to have considering the kind of hole at your flex position right now. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, that, that's
0: that's pretty much it for me.
1: Yeah, I didn't have anything else to add on this matchup. If you want to move on. Yeah, let's get over to you and
0: Wells. Uh, <laughs> Wells, definitely looking forward to this after we kind of poo-pooed his team. Um, a great performance. I think he's the second highest score behind Kurt, I want to say yeah um Mahomes awesome doesn't give a shit about no Tyreek him and Andy Reid I don't care who the hell I mean else that... is on the field Three sixty, five touchdowns the game is over
1: instantly 35 burger from him just the man yeah I mean Mahomes for anybody who doubted the Chiefs coming into this year I just want to say you're absolutely like dumb as shit I I I can't imagine thinking that the Chiefs were going to take a major step back this year just because they lost Tyreek Hill. Um I think people were really down on Mahomes last year even though his average season was better than 99% of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Um so I mean I don't really have much more to say about Mahomes besides you know he had five passing touchdowns and he probably could have had 7 or 8 if he if they were really putting the foot on the gas. So We'll yeah. see. Um, I, I think he's probably gonna continue to be Mahomes, and we didn't touch on it, but Bill, this was your matchup of the week. I don't think it necessarily disappointed. Um, it really just came down to like a few plays here and there. Yeah, we'll we'll
0: get to both sides, but uh, overall, I think two strong teams here. Um, Montgomery was probably the only thing we were right about, but again, that was a
1: water park yeah, they were it's... playing
0: in. It's hard to
1: take anything serious from that game because it was a and and you know it, it was a legitimate monsoon in Chicago. Um it is concerning cuz Khalil Herbert did score in his opportunities but it seemed like Montgomery still going to be a big part of the of the Bears offense this year. Yeah, so I wouldn't be too scared.
0: That I'd say would be the one con on this team is just um Herbert went 9 for 45 and then Montgomery went 17 for 26, but again, I'm not going to crucify him for not running um rampant in just bullshit conditions. Granted, I mean, that's his home stadium, so we'll see how how much more he has to deal with that, but um just an 8 points from him didn't end up costing him at all. Um we'll get to the
1: rest of the running backs later, but uh I mean, just the general team, yeah, it seems and like And to go we, back uh Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but to go back on Montgomery, because I I think we should further drive home the point that he is still a focal point in the offense. He did get 20 touches. And I mean, yeah, what you'd probably love to see if you're a Bears fan is like, yeah, it's a monsoon, and you you could throw everything out about this game. But the 49ers come into this game being known as like one of the teams that can run the ball. That's kind of what Shanahan makes his mark on, is being able to use all of these different running backs, Debo Samuel, and running the ball down the throat of the other team. So, for Chicago to go out there and win in these conditions against a team that's, you would think would have the advantage in the running game, I mean, you got to feel pretty good as a Bears fan, too. And, and if you're a Montgomery owner, you got to feel good because, yeah, we shit on him last week, but he did get 20 touches. Yeah. So, even though Herbert was a little bit more efficient, like he's clearly a large part of this game plan.
0: No, 100%. The, the touches are very significant. And then, I mean, we'll, we'll go through the rest of his team, but... Just pointing it out as the one slight disappointment, but I mean, eight points isn't going to kill you. Um, yeah, from a running back, especially because Miles Sanders eighteen point five. My big beef with him last year was just he never got the goal line touches. It was always Hurts or fucking Boston Scott or uh, what the fuck's his name Gainwell. Um, he had. Yeah, the goal I line mean, touch.
1: they also look good this week, though. I mean. Well, like you said, like it's good to see Miles Sanders. And I was actually talking with Wells this weekend. We were texting each other back and forth Cute. like we do every year during our matchups. And yeah. like it was good to see Miles Sanders actually be used because he's actually good at football. So I was always surprised that like the Eagles didn't use him more in the running game. Yeah, I mean, just this this week in general uh, it was me
0: punching air just my last year team of saquon sanders uh fucking dk mike evans like all the all the shit that i wanted last year is seemingly fixed and working at least in this one week sample size um yeah. only thing with this too is they did have four different rushing or four different td rushers so who knows if sanders kind of gets the touches um moving forward but i mean they moved up and down the field 96 yards he was involved in the passing game he appears to be the one on a good offense um if the touchdowns don't always come they don't always come but 18.5 you take that any day um and it looks like he potentially
1: got a steal at the end of the draft um yeah he was a very efficient with his carries too. he had 7.4 yards a carry so i mean wells is definitely deserves kind of like a an extra yeah. lap around the bases for how we kind of shit on his 100%. running back game this
0: this week. He's Joey bats, uh bat flipping on us. Um Yeah. Devonte Adams awesome. Um I didn't yeah. expect really regression. Um I didn't think Yeah, he neither did I. good week 1, I'll say. 30.1, 10 catches, 141 and a touchdown. He had his patented at the goal line just auto beat the guy, get the touchdown. Um it seems like he's gonna be a major part moving forward. The offense literally went with him. I'll say in general the Raiders, everyone besides him, pretty disappointing, but that doesn't yeah. really matter. I think he's gonna get his consistently. There's no one that no corner that can really stop him. Um I think the Raiders are gonna be involved in a lot of these high scoring. Granted this one wasn't super high scoring, but in general these back and forth passing AFC West games are gonna be um, consistent on his schedule. Um he looks awesome. The connections there.
1: Um I I imagine him finishing top five pretty easily. Yeah, I think that Devontae Adams, like I did say last week I was like I was surprised he was going after guys like Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup and and Jamar Chase saying like, you know, he is like that echelon of receiver and he was going kind of like beginning of the second round, uh late first. Um yeah, I, I think Devontae Adams, like you said, he's gonna be a top five wide receiver again this year. It doesn't seem like it matters who's throwing him the ball targets too I, I don't think i saw anyone with more than that yeah that um, is a little concerning for the other pass catchers on the raiders because i think we, we talked about problem.
0: last he doesn't give it no no, no not at all
1: yeah not at all so it sucks for the other guys but if you have Devontae adams with like exactly what you want to see it seems like him and Derek carr didn't miss a beat from when they were in college together but my guy Derek Carr has to be better. I mean, he he was not good in the we'll first half. of yeah. I, I was
0: I was cracking up at him.
1: Yeah, he was not good in the first half. I mean, granted, he was going against a very strong defense, um, but he does have to be better. Um well, we'll see. But I mean, I I don't have much more to say to, about Devontae Adams besides he's you know the stud that you hoped he would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving
0: on to Debo, only twelve point six. But I'd say my major concern about him not being one not being wanted to be used that was a horrible sentence as a running back um completely out the window they were yeah every time they went to there wasn't a ton of highlights for them on offense but every time it went over to him there was some sort of pitch play some sort of sweep like he, he was getting the ball in the backfield only the two catches um but again the shitty conditions i think he'll be fine production wise i imagine him to average more than this one concern I I think Lance was fairly shaky, so I'm not sure how much if he'll be just yeah. an air threat. Um but it doesn't it's, really matter. He's yeah. he's an explosive player, they manufacture the touches, and I mean I think they're gonna try to make his job a little easier, um, Lance meaning. Um so I I, I think this will probably be one of Debo's worst weeks, um, if I had to guess. Yeah. It's um,
1: hard to put any like real value on the yeah. pass catching situation in Chicago because just, you, it, I don't know how you can throw in those conditions, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, so. But yeah, that looks to be a, a very legit one two punch. I imagine he's more so in the twenties
1: moving forward. Yeah, and I think with uh, Elijah Mitchell now being out, like you talk about who's gonna fill in that running back role, and like last year when Elijah Mitchell was out, like outside of like one game where Jeff Wilson was decent it was debo. So, Elijah Mitchell going down is probably good yeah, as a debo I didn't owner even think because of that. he's he's just going to get more carries. So, I I mean, I was shitting on Wells cuz I was like he only had the one run for a touchdown, but I mean with a Mitchell out now, he's probably going to get a lot more work. No, uh, I agreed. I, I honestly didn't even consider that. Um
0: but yeah, I I think this is a very powerful receiver duo. Yeah, the one weird thing—the Gasicki one catch for one yard—it's um, weird that kind of seemingly like a mismatched wide receiver tight end kind of wasn't able to get more involved. It's week one; they kind of had their game plan to get Tyreek the ball. Um, not really going to harp on it a ton, but just something to they look hate for.
1: him for no reason. He's like a—he's a pretty solid pass catcher, but it, I, I don't know what is, I'm not sure if he will
0: permanently not be part of the game plan but again it's a tight end and I mean your guy dropped a zero so he yeah. didn't, didn't really lose uh any
1: yeah I mean there. I he was in that we will talk about it we, actually we don't have to talk about Cole Komet. he I expect more out of him moving forward it was a monsoon um but yeah I mean this was like the worst tight end matchup of the week by far
0: um, Cordero Patterson absolutely shitting down our throats. Yeah. <laughs> I fully expected him to just not be a part. And meanwhile, he's just infinitely more involved than a Kyle Pitts or any of those pass catchers, really. Uh, 120 on the ground. He had the catches as well. Um, and just in general, their offense was kind of churning. I, I kind of like yeah. Mariota. I, I liked, they seemed exciting from the highlights I've seen.
1: Well, considering what you thought of Atlanta coming into this year, like, you probably thought they were going to... At least I thought they were going to probably be picking in, like, the top five this upcoming draft, so to see them come out and actually be competent was a little shocking. Um, And like you said, Cordero getting 22 carries is like... The fact that he started off the season getting 25 touches is just insane usage and not anything like I was expecting. Um, They did scratch... um, algier their rookie running back and i think williams might have gotten hurt early in the game so it might have been why he got a little bit more touches but i mean even if he gets like 15 touches a game it seems like he's gonna be it seems like for whatever reason atlanta finally cracked the code to make cordero patterson like efficient i mean they cracked it last
0: last year and then i just thought it kind of cracked back but as of right now he's he's the guy to own there you know Um, yeah Cordero
1: was like always that gadget guy who would have the big plays and it seems like Atlanta finally figured out how to like actually utilize him consistently in their offense um we'll kind of breeze by uh
0: Saints and McManus is playing now um Clyde Edwards Hilaire just kind of it's just funny that we we kind of poo-pooed Wells for having no running backs and he might have not the best duo but like as far as depth, yeah, has got four or five guys probably. that can
1: start. Um, yeah, I, I think I've already you know, intercepting calls from Rasp to Wells this week. So <laughs> I would not be shocked if Wells, Wells takes a patent step and more. kind of uh, trade and, and bleat this, trade rape, <laughs> and just get someone this week. I mean, it, it's possible. I, I'd want to
0: roll with the guys, like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I like this team a lot. The depth is there. Moving yeah. through, Robert Woods, disappointing. And, I mean, Tannehill is kind of doing whatever he wanted, throwing-wise, and he only had the one catch. Rodgers, obviously a disappointment. Don't expect that to be consistent. But DJ Chark, really nice game. 452 and a touchdown. And just these Lions yeah. pass catchers in general seem to be somewhat legit.
1: Yeah, it seems like the Lions are going to be able to, you know... It, it's. I thought the Eagles had a pretty good defense coming into this year, so it seems like even with two top corners in James Bradbury, who, by the way, giant great, had an interception return for a touchdown. Um, Him and Darius Slay, like the fact that Chark and Amon Ra were still able to perform, I I think uh, bodes well for the Lions going forward. Yeah, I I mean, James comes back
0: for them too. That's going to be a massive... I don't know. I kind of... It could be hard knocks, but I have like a bit of a Lions boner, I'd say. Like... It's hard not to root for them. Yeah. You know, I mean, who doesn't want the Lions to do well? Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much it for Wells. Uh, looks like really strong receivers, a lot of depth at running back, uh, Mahomes, and then just a bit of a meh from the tight end, but that won't really matter <laughs> most weeks. Um, and I mean, Gasicki could very well turn it around as well. I think they yeah. just kind of... We'll see game plan by game plan and see if uh, McDaniel can kind of keep churning, but yeah really good team i think him and kurt are the two real stars of week one um yeah i agree and yeah we'll move over to you um herbert not like the highest fantasy number with 23 um but i mean he looked really good had three passing touchdowns like i i think eyeball test he looks awesome um
1: Yeah, I thought Herbert looked good. And I guess one thing to note is like they did have an early lead in this game Mm -hmm. and for most of the second half. So it wasn't necessarily that he needed to continue to, you know, produce at the same level, passing the ball Um, and Keenan Allen going out. uh, It's definitely something that concerns me. Um, Keenan Allen going down because he is like kind of that safety net for him. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think it's going to change my outlook on Herbert. I'm very much looking forward to his matchup with the Chiefs this week, but it does kind of suck to lose a number one wide receiver like Keenan Allen. So I, I, you know, I'll monitor it going forward, but I'm happy with his performance. Uh, He was going toe to toe with Mahomes for the first half. And then it just, there was huge balloon and disparity between the two moving after that
0: yeah um it it does kind of suck because if he got that 30 then you're looking at a closer game but i'm not really going to put it on him um i think he'll be consistently good um he may not be top five without the rushing potential but i mean he'll be consistent he very well can still break that um
1: that barrier threshold um nothing really to say about herbert he's one of the few qbs that i think could land in the top five without the rushing threat yeah. Similar to Mahomes, those, like, he's one of those guys who, or Tom Brady, like they can end up in the top five, and they're not necessarily a rushing quarterback.
0: Well, I don't know about Brady after this week, but yeah. yeah, Herbert, yeah. Herber, you should feel very comfortable with as a QB1. A lot of weeks, he'll give you an advantage there. Um, Mix in a nice game, 21.5.
1: Um, He only had like three yards per carry, but just so much volume. Um, yeah, and the fact that he got so much volume with no injuries is like the best thing in the world seven Um,
0: catches too is very nice to see from him i I know he's always been a decent pass catcher but seven that's helps a ton um
1: yeah i mean i i love that he got so much usage you would just love to see him actually get a touchdown yeah um i think he got stopped if i remember correctly he might have gotten stopped on a pass at the goal line um but you know obviously i'm happy that mixon played pretty well um, I think the Bengals went against like a very good defensive front too, so for him to do decently against the Steelers front, you know, is is pretty good to see.
0: Yeah, and just players on good offenses, like he'll have his goal line touches. Um, he's very prone to busting one as well. Um, didn't have like the the big breakaway run, but I mean, moving forward, that's a perfectly good starting running back. That's gonna. Beat a lot of the guys he's lined up against, uh, fantasy wise. Yeah,
1: and I expect the Bengals to be better moving forward. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, agreed. They're not going to turn the ball over as much. Granted, they kind of had five quarters, which kind of can you could say that kind of helps the uh, the well, yeah, possessions. You, get, you got some extra ones there, but um, yeah, mix in great start mentally for him.
1: weak McPherson, you know. could have ended the game in regulation but you know he just does that once a
0: year it seems he just derps but uh yeah i I think the Bengals are fine this this was honestly probably a nice slap in the face they kind of needed um yeah to kind of get over the super bowl um i think they'll be fine moving forward um but yeah and then i'll I'll let you take the floor for uh the best player on the field in the entire nfl last week i'd say
1: Saquon yeah I, this is just going to be the total heel pick, but my stud of the week this week is Saquon Barkley and everybody else who doubted him coming into this year can honestly go fuck themselves. I was pretty high on Saquon this draft last year. I hated getting him because I just had absolutely no faith in Joe judge and the giants offense. But this year, I mean, early and often Dable was using him. He was clearly the focal point of the offense the Giants offensive line took an um, absolute massive step forward in the run blocking game. And this is like a form of Saquon that I haven't seen since his rookie year. You know, if you watch the Giants game and I'm, I'm sure most people did because for the first time in a long time, they were on red zone a lot with Saquon playing so well. I mean, he was just running with an absolute passion that I haven't seen in years. And, you know, it's good to see him back to form I really hope he continues moving this way, especially because it was against a good defensive front in Tennessee with Bud Dupree and Simmons. Like They really do have a good down four lineman and front seven. So, I mean, he played absolutely electric, and it was definitely my favorite part of the weekend. It sucks that he put up 33 in a losing effort for my team, but, I mean, it's exactly what I was hoping to get from him. And it looks like he's kind of back into that RB1 potential. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of give
0: my full thoughts on him when we cover the, the Giants game at the end. But uh, just the rush of emotions, just so happy for him. It, it wasn't his fault he was selected number two. The injuries, like the shit he's had to deal with, the bullshit incompetent offense. Yeah. And then he was just able to come back healthy and just freak out on last year's number one uh, rushing defense. Like you said, they, it was just creative runs. Uh, they were pulling guards, doing yeah. modern NFL things versus just the caveman offense he was dealt with, paired with, lack of confidence coming off the ACL. Um, he, he talked shit and, all off season, and he came and improved it, and it was fucking awesome. It was just incredible. Yeah, and it's
1: great to see this because this is a contract year for Saquon, so he has nothing but kind of all the will in the world to make this a great season. Cause he really is going to want to get a deal. And I don't think necessarily he wants to leave the giants. And I think if he's playing like this, I wouldn't be surprised if we lock him up kind of halfway. Through I w- the season. I'd resign so, him right now, honestly. Yeah. I would love deal. to resign <laughs> him right now, but I need to see him stay healthy. But I mean, uh, I, I, I'm ecstatic. Uh, it's good to see Saquon back. And it's good to see like the giants offense, even with the trash ass performance by Daniel Jones. It's, just to show some signs of life. That's pretty much all I have on Saquon. He is definitely, I mean, I could have gone with DeAndre Swift or, or Justin Jefferson, but he's going to be my start of the week because I love Saquon. No doubt. Um,
0: <laughs> now to kind of pants you a little bit, DJ Moore, yeah. eight points. I believe the quote was something along the lines of, if you don't think he's going to break out this week, you don't know anything about football. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't call this a breakout. I'd almost point it at, <laughs> the points you kind of lost by in a sense <laughs> <laughs> if
1: he's yeah gonna... basically if I would have started who I benched I, I would have won this week
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so that's a little tough um I kind of knew this whole Baker revenge narrative was being overblown this week like I don't, I don't know um I, I do think DJ Moore is better than this but yeah a, a bit of a disappointment
1: for your number one receiver it's a disappointment to be sure and it just sucks when you see Robbie Anderson go for like 100 yards (laughs) and a touchdown um it, it really sucks because DJ Moore is a great player but it's kind of like I'm very happy that I do have Amon Ra on the bench and he showed an absolute fucking great sign of life this week but I think you'll probably see DJ Moore in my bench next week. I, I just Baker sucks. I mean, there's no (laughs) way if, ands, butts about it. I I really thought that he would be a little bit better, but it just seems like DJ Moore is just going to be in this quarterback purgatory for the rest of his career. I mean, we'll see how he does. He is playing the giants next week. Um, I don't exactly have high hopes for him to do that great against the giants. Um, the pass catchers for Tennessee didn't do too amazing Um, but we'll see I mean if I have to choose between him Gabe Davis and Amon Ra I mean I think it's a pretty clear choice after this week that Gabe Davis and Amon Ra are probably the better starts yeah I mean we'll see it's something to monitor moving forward but Cleveland does have a nice
0: D um, and they kind of were devoted to locking him down and that's why we kind of had Robbie running free Um, but we'll see there Um, on the flip side, Gabe Davis, a nice day, um, picked up kind of right where he left off with the playoff game, obviously not four touchdowns or whatever the fuck it was, but had the big play. Um, he, he blatantly is the number two, but with this offense, there's enough production to kind of sustain two receivers all year with Josh Allen, I feel.
1: Yeah. I I really like what I saw to Gabe Davis this week. I mean, he kind of gave me exactly what I was hoping for as a wide receiver too. Um, it's unfortunate. I benched Amon Ra for him, but, uh, you know, I, I thought he looked really good. And I, and like you said, I, he's the clear number two. Um, and it looks like the bills defense is going to be, or bills offense is going to be able to support maybe two, possibly three pass catchers in this offense. Um, and I will note that he did fucking burn Ramsey on his touchdown. So I got a lot of flack that Ramsey got exposed, um, in the super bowl or last year. And, you know, he let up a perfect passer rating against the Bills. So not a great start to the season for that bum. Yeah, no doubt. Um,
0: moving on to Cole commit a nothing burger that sucks. Um, yeah. Just not a ton of passing going on there. I, w- I don't know if you necessarily need to seek out a replacement, but I mean, you need something to not be a zero. The-
1: um, We'll see. I mean, I, 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 it's like like you said it's it was a monsoon game I can't really base much off of it but a goose egg is tough it seems like he's going to be a tight end where his only value is if he catches a touchdown any given week and there's That's about the 10 other guys I, yeah I there's like 10 other guys on the same, waiver wire that boat. I could do that
0: with and I mean now someone's going to spend big on OJ Howard and then he'll be a goose egg like tight ends just it, it can be tough yeah. tight ends um. fucking suck
1: yeah
0: <laughs> On the on the plus side, it looks like you got a steal with Antonio Gibson. Um, seems like the rumors of his demise were all smoke.
1: Um, yeah, you, they uh, really used him. They they really liked him this week. I mean, they were really trusting him over the air. Um, he looked good. I mean, he looked really good. I I think the story for Gibson is that he's he is a good back. It's just like he needs to not fumble the ball. Like yeah. he's been an RB one. I think the last two years in a row. It would be good and i'd feel great if he can continue this performance over the next four weeks but i'm not gonna lie that like it does seem like it's just like kind of lightning in a bottle for me right now and i'm curious if he's gonna continue to perform as well when brian robinson comes back so i mean he had
0: 14 carries mckissich three and then curtis samuel had four as well but i mean he was getting the carries and he was their leading receiver um even with the emergence of Dotson and uh, McLaurin had a big play as well, but yardage wise, he was their guy. Um, I thought their offense. Yeah, was and kind Wentz of was
1: good. He was turning the ball around like yeah. they didn't look bad. I mean, they weren't playing a great team, but I mean, how many receivers did Wentz hit? He hit almost nine different receivers. So, I mean, they look good. I mean, the the I hate to say it, but I mean, the Commanders looked pretty good this week. They were playing a a weak opponent opponent but i mean you should win those games against the weaker opponents and and everybody pretty much was involved this week for the commanders so Uh, even with all that involvement
0: if i'm a football team or commanders fan um seeing what you saw you kind of got the whole carson wentz experience some funny turnovers um and then just big plays down the stretch to win it um yeah, I, I think I think he'll be the consistent guy there, um, especially when we get to like McLaurin and stuff, who kind of didn't see as much volume as you'd probably expect. But I, I think Gibson. We'll see how it goes with uh, the gunshot dude, but um, for now, I think that's a pretty safe flex start. Um, yeah, and then uh, I'd then say I don't you, spend, you can get an uh, RB spot, but I mean you're mixing Barkley,
1: freaked out as well. So twenty points yeah, is I, great. I'm comfortable with my roster. I mean it's only week one, so I'm not expecting to make any changes this week on the waiver wire. I might look for a tight end, but I, I don't I don't anticipate doing the Jopo and adding and dropping thirty people this week. Um and I I don't really want to spend too much time on my bench. Um Melvin Gordon did fumble uh near the goal line, so that sucks um to see. Um, Amon Ra had a great game. I mean, I think you'll see him in my starting lineup over DJ Moore next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Wilson and then it was could
0: good. be something. With yeah, him.
1: that's that's one thing I like. I, I mean, I, I think similar to Wells, I like my running back def right now. I, I think with Jeff Wilson, and, yeah. and even though Melvin Gordon fumbled, you know, I'm watching this game right now, and Melvin Gordon is heavily involved. Javante definitely looks better, but it looks like I'll at least have, you know, some running back death if somebody were to go down or miss a week. So Mm -hmm. I think I'm probably gonna stand pat this week. I mean, hit my line if you guys got any trade offers, but uh I'm I'm not necessarily panicking at all going into next week's matchup with dumbass Corey.
0: Yeah, I I mean I think (laughs) we both seemingly looked okay in losses. Um yeah. It also would be hysterical if we were just the two worst teams in the league running the podcast. Oh yeah, um, that would look great. <laughs> just talking down to everyone, um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm optimistic we can kind of both turn it around, but that's some fucking loser talk. Um, yeah, and yeah, we can kind of wrap that one up. Yeah, who's uh, who? Who um, do we got up next on the bill? We got Corey and Steve. Um, we'll start with Corey. He did win. Uh, Steve, similar to Travis. Pretty shaky performance, so Cory didn't yeah. have to do too much. He had some nice um, players. Um but yeah, let's let's start working down. Um Derek Carr. I think you got a
1: My Guy to talk about your boy here. Not um, best game. I didn't him. get to watch a lot of this game because I was so enthralled with the Giants. Um Yeah, he sucked. I think he he had uh <laughs> I think he had three interceptions yeah, in the first half facts. or two yeah he had three picks i think in the first half and it seemed like the raiders offense like completely came out looking anemic and then figured it out in the second half um they played against a good defense a divisional rival i mean i'm not gonna panic over one week with my Derek carr kind of vote of confidence um if i were Corey, though um i'd probably be looking for another option at quarterback because you can probably if if Derek carr's ceiling is like a 20 point a week guy you could probably stream every week and do a little bit better than Derek carr
0: yeah i mean it, it is kind of what even he probably would expect but um definitely a disappointing effort the 13 point out of, out of a quarterback is typically tough to win with um, yeah obviously went against lance who did a little worse but um yeah, I, I do think the Chargers, their, their D-line, their pass rush looked really good. Um, the picks kind of tanked his yardage and um, touchdowns. That's where we kind of end up with the 14. Um, yeah, I'll see who, he, who Carr faces next week. But um, yeah, QB is going to be a hole for him. Uh, he's going to yeah. either have to be perfect with streaming it or figure it out um, with Carr if he wants to kind of consistently ride with him uh jonathan taylor 27 and a half um he was awesome 31 yeah. carries four catches touchdown he'll be a consistent awesome rb1 him. really really saved his team i'd say a lot of yeah he did underwhelming performances down the line um but yeah a nice 27.5 like that can just win you these ugly ugly wins
1: yeah and, and you know what he had 35 touches too. Yeah. And uh, that's not going to go down anytime yeah. soon. Um, it seems like he's going to be exactly who he was last year. I mean, barring any sort of injury, um he's probably going to be in that RB1 con- uh, discussion again this year. Yeah, no doubt. Um mm-hmm.
0: James Conner also a nice ish game considering they kind of needed to abandon the run instantly. Um so I think he only had 10 carries, um which kind of sucks. Still had the touchdown and still was involved a little bit passing. So 16
1: and a half from him. Really good. Yeah, I think um, he uh, fell into the end zone. Like he had like a goal line carry which got him the touchdown. Otherwise, yeah. it's probably a underwhelming week. I will say, you know, he is going to get enough touches to be like a solid RB2 for you. Because yeah. with Chase Edmonds gone now, I think it's he's going to be kind of the go-to bell cow. And like you said, I mean, they were down early and often so it's just good to see that he was involved in the passing game still and you know even with such a blowout he was able to find his way into the end zone which is like what he had a knack for last year mm-hmm. um so i mean if you're Corey, you gotta feel good about your running backs i, I know i shit on james connor last week but it's i, I think for me it's more so that just the injury concern. if he could stay healthy for another full year um but i mean yeah i mean in an absolute thrashing by the chiefs he was still relevant so that's what you want to see if you have a a, an rb2 you just want him to get that floor even when the team around him is kind of blowing it a hundred
0: percent i i think this almost was his floor if again if he's healthy like these are the he's going to get more touches typically um they're going to move the ball better and he doesn't have to be an rb1 jonathan taylor is going to fit that bill um I think yeah, he two... doesn't he
1: doesn't have any competition either yeah I think that's the biggest thing for him is like none of the other running backs on the Cardinals roster like hold anything like hold a candle to him mm-hmm. like he, he's without a doubt their number one guy so as long as he can stay healthy he's going to be fine and I think the other thing to note is like I don't think that Murray is going to be running the ball around the goal line Um, I think they want James Conner to be running the ball around the goal line so I'm not very worried about murray kind of vulturing touches we'll from see
0: him. i think that was kind of a mix last year because sometimes they'll just run the play
1: action and then have murray sprint yeah the but but we didn't they really did get the give murray they gave him all of that money which is why i think they're gonna move away from that because last year when they were doing that he did get hurt murray
0: hmm. okay something to look at but um yeah moving on so godwin i i saw you chirping back and forth did he get hurt is a hamstring or what happened there?
1: Yeah, he. it looked like on the field. And so let me say this before I, I could talk. Godwin. Go off. He looked completely fine. Like, he looked good in the game. He was clearly involved in the passing offense. Um, But, I mean, the story coming out of camp was, like, he wasn't practicing. He was injured. And then the first game of the year, they trot him out there. And not even, I think it was, like, halfway through the second quarter, he hyperextended his knee. And it looks like he's probably going to be out four to six weeks. So is that? I don't think four to six. Weeks I don't think it's like, confirmed. It's I, I, I don't think it's confirmed yet. But it. I don't think his timeline is short. So four fifty-one. They're saying it isn't as severe as they feared, but I guess, what I guess, are they well, saying? After know, the game, they were saying it was up. like a. It was like a fucking hyperextended knee or something. I can't remember, but I mean, it, it sucks to see a guy coming off an ACL injury immediately be dealing with another injury because that's kind of what leads into re-injury concerns when you're kind of nursing an injury and rehabbing from another one so i mean he looked good in his limited touches it's just like if he's healthy like is he going to be healthy is the big question mark for him
0: yeah that's totally valid and i mean 6.5 from a wide receiver one isn't really going to cut it most weeks yeah um but something to monitor uh, i i expect they'll get the passing going a little more um uh moving on to juju i'll I'll say he did a little better than i thought six catches 79 had a fumble too so that always makes me laugh when juju fumbles because of uh that one game he fumbled away and then ab trolls him for losing the the, (laughs) season for him (laughs) while he just like
1: didn't play in like a mink robe on the side but, um Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. That was like the they needed to win the game to make the playoffs uh-huh. or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like twenty eighteen uh, or something,
0: twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah, when Antonio Brown was mad that he won the team MVP over him. Yeah, classic. Um yeah. but I don't know. I, I still I don't know. We'll see
0: we'll see with Juju. It's a little weird he didn't have more points considering they dropped a forty four burger. Um, yeah, and I mean like Valdez Scantling, you got like eight point eight, like uh who's the rookie? He had an all right game he wore number 10 guy Moore? No, no 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 uh i don't i don't have his name um everyone's punching their fucking stereo but um yeah we'll see with juju um obviously an awesome offense we'll see if he's kind of more involved than just kind of your quick slot guy but i mean 79 yards is nothing to spit at it's not like he was getting checked down so
1: Yeah, and he did have eight targets, so, I mean, he was second only to Travis Kelsey in targets this week. So, you got to think, you know, it it seems like he does have a role in this offense. I mean, when he did have good years in Pittsburgh when he wasn't the first option. If he could be that kind of ancillary piece, the number two guy on a team, like, he could definitely perform for fantasy. He's done it before, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if he's not bringing the number one corner. So, we'll see. I mean... It's definitely a good start for Juju, but um, I mean, how many different people is Patrick Mahomes going to target? I think he, ha- he targeted over nine receivers, so or about nine different pass catchers. So, you know, it's still early for the Chiefs. I, I th- still think like that number two spot for the Chiefs is up for grabs, but I definitely would feel a lot more comfortable with Juju after this week than I was coming into this week. Mm-hmm.
0: Um moving on to tight end number one, Andrews. Kind of a down week for him. Five catches, fifty two yards. I think he'll be fine. Um
1: Yeah, he'll be fine. I like I've kind of
0: been saying, like the, the Ravens just seemed a little off the whole day. Um Yeah, they did. And just kinda of let the Jets hang around for a bit. But I mean maybe credit to the Jets too. We'll see how they kinda of compete moving forward. But um I think he'll get more out of this position moving forward and we're harping on everyone for having zero from the tight end so hopefully
1: well not hopefully but um well you gotta think that
0: for him (laughs) moving forward
1: yeah in the one spot having a tight end like andrews or waller is usually an advantage it's just where you lose the value here is on the flex so like andrews for instance like he didn't have a bad game but he didn't really need to do much else because duvernay and bateman you know had the touchdown grabs that they needed um uh, like you said like the the Ravens didn't look gr- like great in the first half I think they figured it out in the second half so we'll keep an eye on them moving forward but I mean 10.4 from your tight end is kind of exactly what you would love to have and I think 90% of the people in the league right now would love to have no a doubt 10 points for a tight end and I mean Waller will kind of skip to him
0: too I, I think he dropped a touchdown um in the first half I, I i could be misremembering but that's a 20 point game if it kind of snags that um and I, I mean i think that's fine production from the flex the, just the issue i mean you got two question marks as of right now godwin and i wouldn't call juju a question mark but if, if you're going against guys that are getting consistent 25s I, I don't know if either one of those kind of fit that bill um yeah, Mark well, Cooper I, uh, also on the bench disappointing in week one. Three for seventeen. Yeah.
1: And I guess going back to Waller real quick, yeah. I think he did drop a cat if I remember correctly, I think he did, but outside of that drop, like he really wasn't involved till late in the game, and I think that's kind of the story for the rest of the Raiders offense. It seems like Devontae Adams commanded like the lion's share of the passing work. Mm-hmm. So Like we were saying earlier, if you're Wells, you're happy, but if you're kind of a Waller or a Renfro owner right now, you might be a little worried that they're they're not going to get, you know, targeted enough to be utilized in this offense. I mean, this is, I hate to bring it up, like this is the thing with the two tight end strategy is that you have two tight ends and then one of them isn't getting a commanding target share. You're really just playing the floor every week. So I guess we'll monitor it going forward. I mean... If Corey's plan is to trade one of these guys, then I think he's got a potential, you know, robust amount of suitors in the league that would trade for one of these guys. Your vocab's been on fire the past couple minutes. Uh, really, really
0: appreciating that from uh, across the way here. But um, Yeah, and I am not on 30 milligrams, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the bench here. He had some nice performances. Dotson, the, the main one to note um had the two touchdowns 18 points that can potentially develop into being a starting receiver we'll see um I don't want to put too much stock into someone who got three catches two of them touchdowns kind
1: of making up their whole week but a nice player to keep a lookout for and I mean I think it's worth noting that he did have the touchdown but Wentz was really kind of spreading the ball all around the field so might be a tough offense to predict, I feel you. Yeah, um, I think be. outside of, like, you know, guys like McLaurin is obviously, I think, a, a, a great option there. But, you know, we'll see. Dotson is a rookie, like you said, so maybe he will, you know, take a bigger role in this offense. I mean, so some of these rookie receivers, probably two or three, are going to
0: pop off. Um, we'll just see who they end up being. Burkhead, it seems like he's going to get some starting running back. Touches at least until Pierce potentially takes over the backfield, but for the time being, a nice 12 from him. Um, figure if he scores or gets some more passing, uh, that can go a long way. Olave, kind of an okay game. It does seem like
1: Michael Thomas's back is the issue for yeah. him. Um, I wouldn't some... be too early on Michael Thomas. He only had five catches, and two of them were for touchdowns, you know. I mean, it's, it's early points. in the season
0: we'll get we'll get to that in the next game but yeah. um Corey, he, he got a win i wouldn't say he was overly impressive i like the running backs and then we'll see how kind of he fills in the rest of the roster here um we'll bounce over to steve who was i believe the second lowest scorer of the week um Tray yeah, Lance, I think it's Travis one, and then him. Yeah, Tray Lance, pretty underwhelming. We've said it nine hundred fucking times, but uh, the conditions very shitty. But I still, just, it, it didn't seem like he was making the right decisions with the ball. Um, and he, he wasn't didn't look good yeah. even in the monsoon. So we'll see. Shanahan makes people work. Like he made Jimmy G work. Um, and he he's yeah. fucking athletic. Like he he can run and he can move the ball. Um, I think he'll obviously do better than 9.9 most weeks but definitely definitely a bit of a scary start if you kind of put your eggs in the Trey
1: Lance basket as your starting quarterback I'd say yeah and I I will say Steve you absolutely let me down this week because I did expect your team to be a lot better um I had you and Curtis pegged as like the 1A and 1B and you just are right next to Travis in terms of the bottom of the barrel this week I don't think it'll stay that way but I definitely am eating shit for saying Steve was gonna do well. I probably jinxed him, realistically. <laughs> um Yeah, moving I on. I don't here. have much to add on to Trey Lance. So I'm yeah, sorry. He no. looked bad. He looked he looked bad he looked if bad. I if, if I was Steve I, he doesn't Yeah, have, I would be he looking for a another
0: quarterback, option. but um I, there's options on the waiver wire and stuff. Um and then on I, don't his own bench. I don't I don't think he'll pull the plug on him too yeah. early. Um Eckler, disappointing game yeah 14 carries um but 2.6 a carry just not really efficient wasn't really as involved in the passing game as he typically is so just the modest 11 points from your rb1 um i think eckler will be fine um just kind of the one he guy, didn't really need yeah. to have
1: a big game because herbert was so good over the air that... yeah you hate to see it from your RB1, but I mean, he got 18 touches, so he's still going to be involved this year. I, I, I wouldn't really be that concerned if I was Steve about Eckler. Yeah. Um, he I didn't got really the... get to see him that much, though, so I, I don't know. I, I didn't get to watch a lot of this game. No, I
0: mean, the, I don't think they really showed too many Eckler highlights at all, honestly. Um, but something to monitor um, moving forward. And Jones kind of also had his down game, so I mean bright side you kind of had both your running backs have their down they're down weeks um at the same time but that being said jones um only had five of the 17 carries and dylan just more involved in the pass and the run um
1: are you concerned? Yeah. all there i'm a little if i were steve i'd be severely concerned and it, pretty much everybody was out on the packers this week so like I really expected Aaron Jones to be a lot more involved, and in I'd definitely be concerned because Dylan looked good and he did put up more points. Um, but I guess we'll see him moving forward. I think Lafleur said himself that it was kind of a failure on his part that Aaron Jones wasn't involved in the offense this week. I think he mentioned that something like you know you never want to leave a game with Aaron Jones getting ten touches. So yeah, I at mean, least he has the vote of confidence of the coach. But mm-hmm. I would definitely be like fingering my finger around the panic button right now if i had aaron jones
0: fingering that tickling that uh (laughs) panic button tickling that punch bot
1: or a fart box what nice
0: um but yeah it's it's hard to really take any takeaways from green bay just a pathetic performance on offense i don't expect that to continue like obviously there's going to be growing pains like with the receivers and everything so maybe they even lean on the run game more But it is that initial fear instantly, I'd say, of A.J. Dillon potentially having more of an impact. But we'll see long-term. I'm guessing they'll probably come out and beat the hell out of whoever they play next week um, and get back on track. But
1: rough start for both the running backs that are... uh, Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And I thought he had one of the strongest running back duos, you know, coming into this week. The
0: volume will be there, but... um, yeah, just kind of weird off
1: weeks for both of them, and that's kind of what tanked the team. Um, yeah. He does have good options on his bench, though, so it's not like he's in he's in dire straits. Oh, like, yeah. He does have, he does have good depth. so we'll get to it later, but I, I mean, I don't think Steve's team by any means is, this bad. is in for it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's this bad. I, it, It's kind of just a, a down week. Everybody has these weeks in fantasy, and it's, it's just a shitty week for him.
0: Mm-hmm. It does seem like, I mean, Michael Pittman, one of the performances of the week, nine catches, 121 and a touchdown, 27 points. It looks like he really hit there. and um, looks like he can be a wide
1: receiver one. Um, yeah, it looks like he has the ceiling that I kind of wasn't expecting on him. It looks like he's going to be Matt like Ryan's guy, seemingly. Yeah, he's going to be the Julio in this offense, I guess, for Matt Ryan. And like, not only do they have nine catches, but he has 13 targets and i mean he looked good I, I it's hard to like say anything other than like i think steve got this guy in like the fourth round and and like that's such great value mm-hmm. for him and he he really immediately comes out and performs you got to feel fucking great seeing Pittman put up those numbers no doubt um moving to
0: dionte um i was definitely wrong i i thought i mean granted he didn't have a great game seven catches 55 um but I kind of was just suspect of who's going to be eating up the targets. I, th- I thought of a lot of it was just Big Ben kind of force-feeding him the ball, and I thought Same. Um, any of the other receivers could kind of emerge as Mitch or whoever's favorite guy. But, I mean, he... Uh, 12 targets, that's seemingly going to be pretty consistent, I imagine. Um, the other guys weren't close to that. Pickens, big disappointment. Um, what's his name? Claypool had some volume, not as much as Deontay. Um, you'd like to see him have more yards, uh, touchdown, etc. But I think this could be a viable um, wide receiver, too. At worst, a flex. Um, I wouldn't really hit the panic button on Deontay,
1: necessarily. Um, hey, Bill, I just want to butt in here with an update. Um, the Lincoln Park showdown is within .2 points right now after the Chivante the Williams run. Um yeah, it's literally like this could be stack correction esque. Uh Dopo in the finals to well stack correction esque by Thursday. Um, and Javante just got another catch. I mean he lost yardage, but yeah, that catch put Troy ahead by two points now he's up by 1.7 so here's what we'll do Um,
0: we'll we'll finish this one up quickly and then we'll bounce over there and kind of get a live uh finish over there Um, yeah let's do it let's do it so let's finish this guy alberto decent game um
1: did better than 90 percent of the tight ends in the league so i mean something is out out, sucks but i mean you could have done way worse steve i mean way worse. And just to go back to Deontay, because I did want to bring this up about him, I do kind of mirror your sentiment that I thought he was just over-targeted by Big Ben last year, but it seems like I think he... Let me look. He had 12 targets this week. So even though Mitch Trubisky sucks, and I when I say sucks, I mean he looked terrible against Eli Apple and Janoris Jenkins. Um, I think Eli Apple's still there, but he looked bad, and Deontay was still getting targeted, so... I think Deontay's a great wide receiver. It's just if he can keep that target share and he can get, like, a touchdown, he's going to be a good wide receiver, too, for you. But I don't expect him to have that top 10 wide receiver finish this year. But it it is good, like, to know that you still have that floor with Deontay. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like we're going to commercial. Uh, They called timeout. Yeah, well, we got to talk about Steve's bench because he left so much so many points on events this yeah week.
0: it's tough to not play mooney um and not, i'm not dead on mooney um the monsoon
1: and everything and I mean, i'm fields... not so sure how many how many people really knew it was going to be i thought i saw reports that the rain wasn't going to be as bad leaning into the game i can't imagine that steve would have started darnell mooney if he knew that it was going to be raining like that with other viable options on the bench
0: yeah um I, I don't know if you're leaping out of your chair to start kirk necessarily uh he had a really no. nice game though six catches 117 definitely yeah he, he
1: earned that contract for the, at least one
0: game um kareem hunt great day he outscored chubb he's got 23 with the two touchdowns and um, it looks like he
1: is going to be the safety valve four percent. So that's somebody who, you know, moving forward, I could definitely see uh, Kareem Hunt kind of being plugged into his lineup as that flex kind of ceiling guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then
0: Garrett Wilson kind of in that Elijah Moore, that four for 52 yeah. um, territory. Jamal Williams had the touchdowns, like we said, so he had a nice 16. Khalil Herbert had the touchdown, so he's 11.3. He's, he's got depth here. He's just kind of got a plug the right pieces in and hope for more from his uh running backs.
1: Yeah, I I think Steve's still in a good position moving forward. Um he's dealing with injuries this week, kind of shitty performances from some of his better guys. Um I think the only thing he really might want to consider is maybe moving off of Trey Lance if he doesn't perform next week. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's he's got a good roster outside. I, I, his only hole right now, I'd say, is probably at the quarterback spot. Yeah
0: um and we'll see how it goes uh real quick it, it does look like that lincoln park bowl is going to be over um the broncos just missed a field goal and lost to the seahawks oh i'm
1: behind could you possibly imagine not being one to know right now yeah especially could you imagine going to denver and signing a 200 million dollar contract and then losing to seattle seattle i thought they were going to be the number
0: one overall pick this year and it seems yeah. like they're better than the Broncos.
1: That's. Yeah, uh, Super Bowl favorite Broncos. Hmm. That's hmm. that's just very strange. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, I guess not Super Bowl favorite, but Super Bowl hopeful Broncos. So yeah, I mean, couldn't be me starting 0 um, 1, my team. So, I can't even remember the know. last
0: time we started 0 1.
1: Yeah, it's been literally a year. So can't remember past a year. Um, okay, so we can kind of pick whichever matchup. Um, um, why don't we, you know, we're talking about the Lincoln Park Bowl. Why don't yeah, we just go to that there. and continue there? Let's get over there. Okay. Troy, which, by the way, I do love Troy's name. No, it's it's, it's very unfortunate what happened to his quarterback, but I would definitely say, outside of me having the best name in the league, Troy's right there, number two. No, I was clamoring for him to stick it out.
0: Um... But yeah, let's start. It looks like he was able to secure the dub here. Um,
1: oh, wait, did they ice the kicker? Are you sure they lost, Bill?
0: Yeah, dog, I think you're like five minutes behind.
1: Geno okay. Smith is kneeling. Geno Smith, elite quarterback, by the way. I said that. But um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So Troy
0: was able to squeak out the win here, which is nice considering he lost his quarterback. Um... These ugly wins go a long way. Uh, still was able to put up 113. I mean, he'd be right up there, high scoring if Dak plays the whole game. Um, yep. Obviously does not. He's going to be out for the foreseeable future. Um,
1: Did he look good before the injury, or was he kind of a little lost? No, I mean, I think I was saying it last week. that I, We talked about it last week, about how this game was really going to come down to that Sunday night game, mm-hmm. which ended up being just an absolute utter disappointment of a game but no dak didn't look good the the cowboys offense looked, you know to be frank absolutely terrible so dak being out eight weeks could almost be a blessing in disguise for troy that he's able to squeak out this win and he can also kind of move dak into that ir spot and and stream quarterbacks because their offense bill just look completely out of sync yeah i mean i wouldn't say blessing in disguise but because he doesn't have a quarterback on the
0: bench and he's got to figure it out and was definitely counting on Dak. Um, well Daniel Jones is out there bill. So we'll get to him later, but, um, but yeah, I mean the fact that, and we'll move on, I guess, to Derrick Henry too. a down day for him, um, with no touchdowns, no real long runs, um,
1: under four yards of carry. Um, I mean, he was going up against, like, the brick wall that is the Giants' defense. Correct. So I'm not surprised he had an underwhelming performance. I mean, I definitely didn't say that he was going to have an absolute monster game with 200-plus yards. So, you know, I think this is kind of what exactly what everybody was expecting from Derrick Henry against the Giants <laughs> this week. The, this is a nice
0: win here. Um, I, I obviously am not worried about Derrick Henry long-term. I think he'll be perfectly no. fine.
1: He started Um, off last year with a similar performance and then went on to absolutely daddy-dick the entire NFL. It's always once the weather gets
0: cold and no one wants to tackle him. Um, I think he'll be perfectly fine. Javante, a nice game. Um, Didn't watch much of him because we were doing this, but 19.8, when you consider
1: that's going to be behind Derrick Henry getting 30. Um, No, he looked very—I have it up on my other screen. He looked pretty uh, athletic with his actual minimal touches. Or uh, not minimal, with his touches— um and Melvin Gordon did fumble. They both fumbled. They both so, it, looks like. um, I think it's it still going to be his like it, I think it's Javante's the one A and Melvin Gordon's the one B in this backfield based off the first game. Um, but we'll see. I mean, he he didn't look bad, Javante, from what I could see. But like you said, we've been doing this the whole time, so we didn't get to watch a lot of the game uh
0: waddle nice day um a lot of it was on that big fourth down long touchdown but yeah his his day I've, was
1: salvaged from that yeah sure. but
0: still i i think he'll be totally viable um I, yeah I absolutely. more volume from him Uh, more catches around the line of scrimmage and the catch and run is obviously there
1: um one of the fastest yeah i think i think like we said earlier or i said earlier with tyreek is like it's good to see that Tua, Noodle Arm Tua, was able to kind of like make Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill viable. And they're both kind of those speedster guys who could beat pretty much anybody in the league. So, you know, I think he's going to be like that ceiling play every week. So, I mean, he had a he, that catch salvaged him. But, I mean, I think he's going to be viable moving forward. Wide receiver one, you know, it might be. You're kind of playing with fire, you know, because you're going to probably need that TD every week for him to have those boom bu- weeks. But, I mean, it's hard to be The, the Dolphins look good, you know, so I, I wouldn't be, you know, worried at all starting Waddle moving forward. Yeah.
0: Um, then moving down to Cooks, of course, he gets the 15. It's pretty much yep. what we were saying. It's yeah, I mean, sexy it's like... the look in your lineup, but it, it's always a 15, which
1: is perfectly fine. Um, yeah, I mean, he's pretty much the, like, prototypical, like, who you want as a wide receiver, too, because he's going to give you that, like, high floor every week. And, like, the one other thing about Cooks is, like, Davis Mills did look good against a great defense, and he commanded 12 targets from Davis Mills. Yeah, and so you figure there's this, a one, a touchdown. Yeah, you're possibly or... looking at his floor right now at 15 points, which if that is his floor, then that's great. you know, troy has like a gem of a wide receiver too on his hands yeah no
0: i agree um nice day from schultz too like we were kind of saying a lot of people's tight ends struggled but seems like he was the only one to get going at all with dallas we'll see how much cooper rush likes him i'm not sure how much of this was from cooper Rush
1: versus i think i think i don't know if they have to the break down by half uh no shot. i stopped watching that game i stopped watching that game towards the end of the third quarter because they, they were getting blown out but i think of the people still remaining on the dallas cowboys pass catchers like this is would be the only person i'd want is dalton schultz um he had nine targets seven catches like he's gonna have kind of that floor at a tight end position um i've be more than comfortable if Dalton Schultz was my tight end right now moving forward, even without Dak. Um I, I mean, I also wouldn't be surprised, Bill, if the Cowboys go out and find another quarterback to play. So and Jimmy G or doing something. What do you think? I don't know if they'll trade for Jimmy G, because uh, I don't think they have the cap space to afford him. And I think after Trey Lance's performance, like there might They're be more of a on. reason why the 49ers yeah. kept him. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys kind of went hunting for somebody. I like, I don't, know, I don't know if Cam Newton has anything Oof. left there. <laughs> like, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not so sure that they're gonna. Cooper Rush is gonna be their guy. So I guess we'll see. Um, Michael Thomas, I, I thought very
0: impressive. He seems a little down on him, but I mean two touchdowns down on him coming into this year. But I mean. He if he's going to be the, the red zone target and the saints are going to score points, especially if Camara is not going to be involved, I, then maybe you get his short term, uh, short yardage.
1: I, I would like to again. see him. I would like to see him do this like throughout the game. Cause because like the one thing with the saints is like, they scored those two touchdowns. I think with like, I think they matter, scored the two touchdowns I mean... like near the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. I would just like to see him get a more consistent volume before, like you know, I say Michael Thomas is back to who he was, but I don't know if back that's your to flex who he
0: is, but if that's a flex, that's a yeah, strong... if that's your flex,
1: like that's a very strong, like that's a strong flex to have, and and I will say like it's good to see him come out and perform well in his first start and like actually perform, and then on top of that, it's not like we haven't seen Jameis, you know, perform with a number one wide receiver before, so you know if Jameis. Plays well, you know, protects the ball. You know, Michael Thomas could be in for, like, you know, a, a wide receiver one, wide receiver two level year if he can get back to kind of form. He's got some guys that it's like
0: if he hits, he may may have found gold and may kind of turn it up a little bit. Um, quarterback, obviously, is going to be the glaring issue here. Um, but, yeah. Um, kind of can skip through defense special teams. J. K. Dobbins was the surprise scratch. That kind of concerns me because it's just like, is he not fully recovered from the ACL? Like, is is it seems like he a... wanted to
1: go this week and it was a team decision, keep him out. So
0: I mean, we'll monitor it. Um, yeah, just a little scary, I'd say. Because I mean, if he's not ready for Week One, it's like, is he? Is that fully gonna heal? Like at any point in the year? Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, Claypool. They kind of kept him I think he has like six carries was the weird thing. Uh they kind of were using him. He doesn't really excitement like sweep me. And, thing, but yeah, a little underwhelming of a performance from him. Tyler Boyd could step in nicely um depending yeah, on I, the I think uh, um sorry, I'm I'm talking over you. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh the T Higgins injury. He had the touchdown is their third down guy in general. So, another good offense guy. James Robinson had a great game, I'd say, uh, all things considered. I think it was literally a 50-50 split with, um, in terms of Yeah, he, he did TM. look
1: good, and he was coming off the same exact injury that Acres was coming off, except he scored 19.9 more points than him. So, <laughs> I mean, just another blow to Cam Akers. Holy shit, I can't believe how bad he looked. So I mean I I think this
0: team's okay. Um Yeah, I think got Troy's got too. some good depth here. Yeah. Not not the sexiest number points wise, but I think he can kinda of move some pieces around and try to figure
1: something out. And I'd say my favorite thing here is like Javante in like a seemingly like not a that great of a game for the Broncos who just lost to I they lost to the fucking Seahawks, Bill. Like he just put up 20 points and you know he's got 21 with without the fumbles so mm-hmm. it seems like he's going to have a a lot of usage in that offense and then if derrick henry can get back to that you know you know who derrick henry is he's not going to be playing the giants defense every week so i expect him to fully get back to form and and troy's going to have a good rb duo and he's going to have kind of that def with dobbins and robinson so you know, we'll see. And then uh, just one an annoyed, uh, note, Tyler Boyd, um, he's probably going to be good next week. I think T. Higgins just has a concussion. So I think T. Higgins is a great player, so hopefully he comes back soon. But um, Troy could have, you know, if he has options now at flex and at wide receiver too. So I think Troy is finally getting back into form, and he's not going to be kind of a bottom-of-the-barrel fantasy team this year.
0: Which, I mean, the league needs. We need, we need our villain, you know? Yeah. Absolutely, um, he's like the Cowboys. Like the the league's better when they're good.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Oh God, why did you just? Uh, never mind. Just keep going. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> about Mueller's team. Um, I'm sure, he's gonna replay that clip for fucking weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm spitting facts. <laughs> um, yeah, Muller,
0: underwhelming. Um, Brady, yeah. not a good number. Um, and I mean, he had the massive window-blown opportunity with Dak going down and Brady still not able to really outperform him by a ton. Um You watched this. What did you think of Brady?
1: I told you coming into the week that I was concerned about the Bucks' offensive line and Mika Parsons just absolutely fucking ate them for lunch. So, I, I, I'm not like... It's Tom Brady... I'll say this. His arm looked fine. He was throwing the ball just fine, but I'm very worried that in pass protection, that line is going to be bad for him. Um, I I think, like, better teams than the Cowboys are going to be able to kind of slow him down a little bit more. There's not a lot to say because, like, they did jump out to an early lead, and, like, Leonard Fournette, they literally just ran it down their throat with Leonard Fournette. Um, But I would definitely be a little concerned because he doesn't have that rushing upside that other quarterbacks do. So if he's going to be a statue in the pocket and that line can't protect him... um, you know, I'd, I'd definitely be concerned. The, the one thing about the Bucks is, like, their defense looked fucking amazing this week. Um, but the offensive line, I mean, I, I would hope Corey would even agree that the offensive line did not look good. That's fair.
0: Um, we'll see how it goes um, with him. Uh, I, I don't expect 10 points every week. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to have the the ceiling to compete with a lot of these top guys. Um, that. A lot of other teams have um we can move to mccaffrey um i thought he was fine um lower touches than usual 10 carries four receptions that's not very mccaffrey-esque he's pretty much 10 catches a week which is yeah. where he gets a lot of his points um but i don't think he looked injured by any means um he looked healthy he looks good i just if i'm a mccaffrey owner i want more volume there um yeah, don't
1: have a ton to add, but. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about McCaffrey. I mean, the Browns' defense is pretty good, so mm-hmm. they did hold him back. Uh, I will say, because um, we touched about, upon Henry running into the brick wall that is the Giants' defense, where the Titans did have success this week was when they were kind of airing the ball out to their running backs because the, the linebacker core. For the Giants is probably the weakest part of our defense. Oh, you're talking so, about next week
0: for McCaffrey.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. McCaffrey probably is going to have a pretty big week next week. Um, if they use him similar to how Dontrell Hilliard. Yeah, Dontrell did, Hilliard don't, had two touchdowns. It, it really so depends because well. you know Matt Rule. I think like they were showing him on the sideline was like drooling onto his bibs. So he's not that smart of a coach or that good of a coach. So we'll see if he can actually you know unleash McCaffrey on the Giants' linebacking core. Um, but yeah, I, that is also why Derrick Henry did have a down week. Like they were really kind of executing over the air to their, to Dontrell Hilliard. So that also kind of ate into Henry's touches this week. Moving to
0: Zeke, um, looks like an ugly stat line 5.9. Um, he's going to need more from that RB two. Um,
1: yeah, the, I cannot stress this enough, Bill. The Cowboys looked fucking terrible. That's just awesome. They look awesome bad, to hear. and they lost Dak, and their offensive line looks terrible. And Ezekiel Elliott, like th- he has Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, and like both look combined, like combined and like... they still suck. Mm-hmm. And like they're gonna eat into each other's touches. Like if I'm Muller, like I'm f- slamming my hand on the panic button right now for Ezekiel Elliott.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see there. Um, Yeah, it's hard to really gauge. Uh, It it seems like his average was fine, 5.3 per, but, I mean, there wasn't enough volume. They were down.
1: Yeah, he was efficient with his little touches he got, but, like, their offense is going to be so bad. Yeah, if they're three and out every week, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Um, and you know Mike McCarthy's just going to be sitting there with his mouth wide open trying to figure (laughs) out what to do and, like, look at a piece of paper and say he knows analytics when he doesn't. I mean, let's hope. Um, let's hope. I, I hope they're miserable. I hope they're
0: horrible. I wish nothing but the worst for Zeke and anyone involved. But uh, yeah, sorry, but I agree. Um, Evans had a nice game. Looks like five seventy-one and a touchdown. Um, yeah, yeah. Him that and Julio look good. Can be good.
1: Um, yeah, I, if
0: Evans has his random three touchdown weeks.
1: Yeah, I think as long as as long as the offensive line improves over there in Tampa. Evans looked good, although in typical Evans fashion he did have an injury scare. Um he I'm pretty sure he got back into the game. It's always and that's a scare we,
0: and he doesn't really miss yeah. time typically. It's just He usually misses like he's good up. for
1: like one one game a year. He'll usually miss or leave early. Um but yeah, Evans looked fine and Julio looked fine. The pass catchers for the Bucks look fine. It's just a matter of if they can keep Brady upright. I mean they did play a good defensive line this week, so maybe that's it. Um but I, I mean I I'm not concerned about Mike Evans um, at all moving forward.
0: Terry McLaurin, two catches, a little bit of a disappointment from him, 13.8. Did have the touchdown though. Are you concerned at all about McLaurin?
1: Um, Only four targets. Um, What do you think? Uh, I'm not really concerned about McLaurin because I think he's like an excellent wide receiver. Yeah. it's a concerning because Wentz was spreading the ball all around oh, yeah. the field. Um, so I'm not sure he's going to be like the McLaurin of like the past where he's like the, the target monster. Mm-hmm. You know, It's still too early. I, I'm kind of lukewarm on him. If anything, I kind of feel maybe a little good about him because Wentz actually looked decent. Mm-hmm. So I, it's too early for me to tell with him, to be honest with you. Pat Fryermuth, nice tight end day. Um,
0: Yeah, he did have a good day. That's perfectly fine. Um, I think another shitty tight end stole the touchdown from him, but uh, it seems like he'll be a nice security blanket for whoever they have in there. Um, He was good last year as well, so I
1: think he he might have a a nice find there with Fryermuth. It looks like him and Deontay Johnson are going to be the only people kind of getting targets on the pittsburgh offense um firemuth had 10 targets deontay johnson at 22 um and let me see i I think they only passed the ball like 25 times or something let's see uh 30 wow trubisky 38 passes i I cannot believe he threw the ball that much and still sucked (laughs) but um yeah it looks like him and deontay johnson are going to be kind of trubisky's go-to guys judy nice day um
0: had the long touchdown i think he had a shitty-ass drop on the on the last try which might have fucked them but um yeah yeah, i mean i i'm pretty sure he did have a drop and that is probably
1: the difference in this game right now
0: i don't have sutton's numbers in front
1: of me but did he outperform him fantasy wise or uh he no judy had a better day than sutton they did have equal targets so something to note i mean Ooh, this uh, I, is actually a, We didn't talk about this with Troy, but Javante Williams had twelve targets. Bill, uh, that's big time. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I've been a Javante fan. Um, I think he'll be really good. And in, in general, I, I'm kind of echoing it. I, I know Troy didn't score as much as a lot of the top teams, but I think there's depth there. Um,
1: yeah, I think I, I, I think his team is solid. But you know, going back to Judy, it's nice to see him finally. Like have that breakout game that like he's that proc talks about all the time that Judy's such a good route runner, um. Mm-hmm. So it's just good to see he actually kind of blows up week one. Um. I I, I still can't believe that the Broncos lost this game, but um. <laughs> we'll try not to you know, not everybody not everybody's team can start one enough. So I mean, somebody's going to start own one. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Skipping defense kicker Brees Hall a little concerned about him. It looked like it was Michael Carter getting majority of the runs.
1: Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Michael um, Carter looked like he was heavily involved in that offense. Still, it is a rookie um, running
0: back though. Like the pass protection, like all like the million excuses they always make for rookie running backs. Well, if anything, confirmed. you need
1: yeah, you need a different running back in there with Flacco because he's he's literally a statue in the pocket. So I mean we'll wait and see on him. Uh Pollard we already
0: touched on. London had a nice day. Um five for seventy-four. Um I think him and Pitts were tied for the leading targets. I seems like he'll be good. Um
1: Yeah, we'll it seems like see. the Falcons' offense is gonna be a little bit better than yeah. I think most people expected. So Um Traylon Burks. I uh, thought he looked good. Yeah. It, it, I thought he looked pretty good in in the opportunities he had i think in future weeks like when derrick henry doesn't run into the brick wall as the giants defense they'll be able to kind of run off the play action more and like get burks more involved but i mean they literally lost aj brown and i think drafted a literal aj brown replacement i thought he i watched obviously i watched the whole game i thought he looked really good um his sat line doesn't show it i think the
0: Guess the Titans pass catchers that are yeah. going to be productive, like because Woods had the down game today. Um, but they were throwing a random dudes. They had white guys with curly hair, fucking uh, Dontrell Hillman, yeah. Uh I don't know. We'll see. I I don't know what they want to do really. Like obviously they want to run Derrick Henry, but sometimes they kind of were focusing on the pass, but not really a particular target. I, I don't know. We'll I see. mean it was
1: uh it was readily apparent in the end of that game, like the Giants don't have like a didn't have their top two rushers this game, and like Tannehill with even like the mildest amount of pressure was looking absolutely terrible. He made some um, nice throws, honestly. I, I I just think their play calling was just yeah, a little out of whack. I, but in the two minute drill down the down the stretch though, he was kind of so. air mailing it. I, I think he made that one nice throw on the side. Yeah, that one nice throw to the... that uh what, what was that? It was the Phillips. There was the the guy yeah. who on, had had a nice catch at the end of the game. So but you would want to you would hope that it would be Burks and Woods though, not not this fourth string wide receiver. Yeah, that's kind of
0: what I meant with the uh the randos, but we'll see. Um it turns out the next guy, Isaiah Pacheco, that's the name I was looking for. It turns out he's a running back, not a receiver, but um Oh, from the Chiefs yeah. earlier when you no, said he had it. like ten touches or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's who I was aiming for. Did not realize. Honestly, I just saw him catching dump offs. Um, yeah. Did not realize he was a running back, but looks like a he nice got almost from all.
1: Of, he got almost all of his carries in the second half because uh, the the Chiefs were up pretty big. So. There. Um,
0: and then yeah, not really a ton much else on the bench here. I. I think Muller. McCall Hartman, you're some not going to touch
1: on McCall Hardman's breakout I game? I don't care about that dude at all. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think he's in for a big year this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I like Muller a ton long term. Uh, th- this was a
1: bad loss going against the. I'm guy concerned about Mueller. his running back death more so than anything. Yeah, I think he's got the receivers where maybe he can try and get one off of somebody else's bench to shore it up but i mean as you know in this league bill it's like literally trying to pull teeth to get any running back agreed um well yeah I, I didn't have anything else on this matchup if you yeah. want to kind of lead us into i think we're on the final one of the week right
0: yeah i'll kick it over to you this was your uh highly anticipated match between. yeah Prime so
1: we're gonna move on to the last matchup of the week which you know the battle of the bums and like it did literally nothing but disappoint and i'm honestly not sure if because it was the battle of the bums if that means it was successful with how disappointing it was but i mean what an absolute abysmal performance from both teams this week bill
0: no yeah they were both terrible um i who do we start with i guess Prox the winner here yeah i mean i
1: someone had to win right yeah, Stafford looked
0: very bad. Um, they had the yeah. yards to cop and everything, but seven point eight from a quarterback not gonna do you a ton of favors. Um,
1: yeah, I was concerned about. Yeah, I, I mean, I was concerned about Stafford's elbow coming into the game. I think everybody was, and also the offensive line, and both him and the offensive line looked terrible Thursday against the Bills
0: yeah it, it, it's one of the tougher defenses they'll face um, but yeah I, I'd i probably run him out there next week um, looks like he just has Fields as his other option I would probably would wait and see how Fields does in a regular game um, but yeah I didn't love Stafford at all um, I don't know if it was elbow shit or just sloppiness and rust but um, really not a convincing game from him Going to Najee?
1: Or do you have more on yeah.
0: Stafford?
1: No, I, I think just going back to Stafford, like you said, you'd probably roll him out again next week. I think I'd probably move to, like, I, I might honestly, like, move to uh, Marcus Mariota on the waiver wire or someone like a streaming I mean, option and, playing Atlanta and park him the on thing. your bench. Ah, gotcha. Okay. No, we can move on. I think you're going to talk about Najee next. Yeah. Um,
0: super inefficient. to carry two catches for three yards i he potentially got hurt too i want to say yeah Um, he got
1: hurt but i i was reading i think when i was leaving the office today i think the x-rays came back negative so i think they're thinking he's going to be back this week um so i i I don't think it's a long-term injury or at least what i saw
0: necessarily very worried their line didn't look phenomenal but the volume will be there um, if we're not gonna bury Eckler and Jones and stuff um, I mean you're burying
1: Najee speak for yourself I'm okay. I I literally said and I got shit people were shitting on me saying that Najee was gonna be like get the volume play well whatever I said that the offensive line for the Steelers was one of the worst in the league they went out this week and did nothing but prove me right about that and aside from like that dink and dunk like one yard passing touchdown that Najee got, like, you're looking down the barrel of a four-point week this week. So, no, I mean, I, you... personally, I'm I would I'm not, like, fully out on him because, like, obviously, you draft him in the first round, but, I mean, I think you're fooling yourself if you don't think you're concerned with how bad the Steelers' offense looked.
0: I think concern's fair, but you don't think he'll finish, like, top 20? Like, wh- where are you
1: burying... T-
0: Burying him too, would
1: you say? He's not going to be. I. I don't think he's going to be an RB one. So if you draft him in the first round, you know you want the the running back you draft or the receiver you draft in the first round. You want to be in the top twelve at the end of the year, and like I don't see Najee being there at the end of the year. You know, barring that the Steelers like maybe a switch to Pickett like changes the offense, but I mean the offensive line looked terrible and they just didn't look like they can get anything going. Um, I, I I mean we'll see, but at least for the first week I was right. That's that's all I'm gonna say. That's
0: fair. That's fair. And I mean Josh Jacobs, another guy you were low on. Um, didn't get
1: much done. They were they were down big early, but yeah, they were. They um, kind of abandoned the run. It's it's hard to be completely out on him. I wasn't very high on him because it seems like they kind of had like a running back by committee there, pretty hardcore. Um, he was efficient in the touches he got though. Like he he wasn't terrible um But I mean, I wasn't very high on Jacobs, and and similar to Najee, it's, he just didn't form for me. I mean, the, the fact that Prock got a win with basically 25
0: from both running backs and quarterback is pretty phenomenal. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it just speaks. Ugly to, it just but, speaks to how bad Husser's team is.
0: Oh, uh, we're moving. We're moving over there in a minute. But um yeah. Diggs, awesome, awesome game. Um, he was yeah. catching everything. Um he looked great like we said um eight 122 and a receiving touchdown pretty much just willed this team to
1: win perfect passer rating when targeting ramsey last thursday so once again i said he was exposed it looked like ramsey looked pretty trash um and and you want to know what's the best thing about Diggs? is like last year he was like if i remember correctly he was pretty boomer bust like he was going off the board is like he ended the year like wide receiver eight i think or wide receiver seven but like it's cool to see him come out this year and be like hey like i'm like this is who i like am like i am a top five top ten wide receiver like that you could plug into your lineup every week and know he's gonna go out there and perform for you yeah so if, if i'm proc you know i'd feel good that i got Diggs. he probably i think he got him in the second round so like i think if i was proc i'd feel pretty good right now with Diggs.
0: yeah no doubt um Higgins unfortunately did get hurt but I think he'll be fine um long term so obviously only the 4.7 this week but the number two on a very good offense um there's enough passing volume I think for him to be totally fine I think I'm reading that he might be cleared for next week so that's fine I think he's kicking himself for passing up on like AJ Brown and Pittman and shit but I'd say let's see how it pans out with Higgins
1: Yeah, and also Higgins played in the first half before the Bengals figured it out on offense. So I'm not necessarily down on Higgins at all. I think he's a great wide receiver um, and like a perfect number two there in Cincinnati. Um, I think as long as he comes back from the concussion just fine, I I wouldn't be like scared to plug him right back into my lineup next week. Mm -hmm. Because the Bengals offense was a completely different animal in the second half versus the first half. Yeah, no doubt.
0: Um, Ertz, there was shit that he might be on a pitch count. Doesn't look like that was true,
1: and he caught a touchdown. So nice tight end day there. Yeah, um, I mean tight ends suck. So I mean, if you can get a touchdown out of your tight end, you know, if there's nothing more you can really ask for, right? Yeah. Um, Sutton, I'd say slight
0: disappointment. Four for seventy-two, when he was touted as the number one, seemingly all um off season. Just in general, 16 points from Denver against a not great defense. I'm, I,
1: yeah, I'm a little it's got to be that. a concerning start. He but, did get seven targets, but I mean, they lost to the Seahawks, Bill. They lost. Yeah, to the I, I keep forgetting. And let's keep in mind that he had four catches, and Russell Wilson threw the ball 42 times. Wow. So you would really hope that he would have had kind of a bigger week thank god sutton did score a little bit though because proc was my lock of the week which by the way in my next bum matchup in the week if i choose one of them as the lock of the week like i'm better off drinking bleach
0: fair enough um i'm not totally out on sutton um no absolutely not i mean that being said like we talk about the bengals and the bills like Being able to support two wide receivers, if if Denver is not going to move the ball as efficiently as kind of a lot of people predicted, like I think it will be tough to get twenty points from both of those guys. Um,
1: Yeah, and I will. Hot hand each week, but I did say to start Marquis Brown. So, you know, could have had this game won yesterday, Proc, if you would have started who I told you to. Yeah, I mean, at at end of the day, he got
0: it. He got enough to give him a nice walk-off win yeah but he, sure he just got there the um, in
1: general i mean um, how can you be thrilled when the second highest score on your kicker yeah didn't even notice that but um i,
0: I guess we and he missed any
1: missed a field goal so <laughs> oh sorry i'm sorry proc I, I don't mean to shit on you this bad hollywood
0: nice um penny Uh, It seems like he had some nice
1: runs. He looked good in his touches. He did have a... He had like a 30-yard rush that got called back on a a shitty holding too, Mm -hmm. Bill. So I I think if anything you're probably seeing that they just beat the Broncos and Rashad Penny was like a clear kind of cog in their offense during that game from what I was watching. Yeah, we'll see how long that kind of
0: goes. Gainwell still kind of... uh lurking um but i mean it, it looks like he was fine um picking up kind of where he went off left off last year no
1: touchdown I, so. I think he meant i think he meant ken walker bill yes or... yes yes so I'm, I'm reading gainwell on his bench but no it's okay um, uh gainwell looked look great in the philly off like the philly offense looked great and he was one of the you know beneficiaries got to score mm-hmm. other than that
0: not a ton to talk about pierce goose egg um We'll see with the running backs. I think that's a problem. I, I think he kind of has the receiver depth to kind of figure it out. Yeah, but I think Stafford, Ben, running backs. Um, that's why you're. Which is weird because I feel like
1: Proc I feel like proc usually targets running backs early in drafts. So it's weird to see him not have like a, a decent you know running back depth this year. We'll see. Um, and I guess we'll move over to
0: Husser. Um. Burrow with eighteen. I mean, he had a good game. It's just he got minus ten from the turnovers, so that's why you're kind of stuck at
1: eighteen. Yeah, he um, really salvaged his week in the second half. I mean, it, it was really a tale of two halves in that game. Like, started off really a weak, but in the second half, it came alive. If you were to ask me, like, if I'm worried at all about the Bengals, like, I I'm not concerned about the Bengals Bengals offense at all. Um, Dalvin
0: Cook uh 20 carries uh just no touchdown but pretty efficient um had some catches as well i think he'll be fine long term as your
1: rb1 um not the same pop. i think he's fine he didn't need to he didn't need to you know have a gigantic game because like the tail of the vikings game was just justin jefferson like daddy dicking the entire Packers defense yeah i mean Husser probably would need him to get a little more but yeah um
0: yeah etn um it was weird he kind
1: of was open wide open for a touchdown and lawrence just yeah i saw that like 20 yards yeah that's what i have written down is like etn was efficient with his touches the fact that he had so few touches is a little concerning considering they were uh you know robinson had a pretty good week but he was efficient with his touches and i think if he has that touchdown Husser wins this week, so it just sucks he that Lawrence nailed one it over too. his head.
0: They kind of had him on a check down. He had a lot of running
1: room and just kind of like spiked it yeah, into the ground. I think for the Jaguars to be better is they, they need to have him more involved because he's clearly a weapon on their offense. So I'd be surprised if he doesn't see more usage kind of moving forward because I thought, at least from the limited amount that I got to see of him this week, I thought he looked pretty good with his touches. And then it gets a little uglier. Um, the receivers,
0: Lamb, I don't love with no DAC at all. Um,
1: and even with Dak, he did not look good yesterday, Bill. It's so it's not even a, you know, DAC issue. I think it's a CD issue. And then Mike Williams a big
0: down week as well. So I mean, those are just kind of two glaring holes. Um, I I don't expect Mike Williams to have three points every week, but. Um, You'd like a lot more, especially when they were seemingly having their way. And Keenan Allen out for more than half the game, and he kind of still wasn't able to pick up any of that production. Um, are you worried about him at all?
1: No, I think I had said that... Uh, I think I said last week that Mike Williams is like that boomer bust guy. I'm not really worried about him, because I think Keenan Allen's going to miss this Thursday, and he's got a awesome matchup against the Chiefs, so... If he doesn't go out there this week against the Chiefs after signing that contract and with Keenan Allen out and like with all signs pointing up towards him, then I would say I'd be concerned. But I think for right now, I mean this is kind of what you you kind of live and die in the fire with Mike Williams. He's either gonna go out there and score, you know, twenty plus points or he's gonna have a dud like this.
0: Um Goddard a nice day. Um everyone on the birds just kind of scored um nine points is fine you'd like to get him to get in the end zone but it seems like a lot of their touchdowns are just going to be on the ground
1: but yeah it seems like they have a, a like five-headed horse at they, it seems back like they play.
0: scheme him he has a nice 25 yard catch and run seemingly every week um so that's nice out of the tight end
1: yeah and he's um, probably the second best pass catching option there in philly um yeah
0: if Devontae smith doesn't get going but yeah um We'll see Michael Carter, a nice flex. This is just the classic Michael Carter game where he yeah, just kind is. of accumulated seventeen points, despite. And you know what? He looked good. Like never he, really clicking.
1: He didn't look bad, like by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and I mean, clearly he's going to be a focal point of the Jets' offense. Still, I mean, even if the Jets' offense is bad, he kind of catching. Yeah, right? and I think he's kind of he. He got seven catches for forty yards, and he. It's 17 touches and he got 17 points so I mean just
0: kind of like a diet McCaffrey in a way. I think as just...
1: long as Flacco is starting there Michael Carter's probably the play at running back for the Jets um, Bucks D
0: nice defensive performance I think the highest one of people they look that good started. they
1: look they look dominant like not not just good like they look dominant so yeah I, th- I think the Bucks D is a probably a strong start moving forward um, bench AJ Dillon
0: nice day 20 points Considering they didn't really have anything going on offense, I think that's a nice sign. Yeah, um, I think
1: that's somebody you maybe think of playing next week over ETN until he had him started, and I think we just kind of bullied him off of it. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there's too much more on his bench to get excited about. I mean, and I think that's the Robbie issue. Anderson. This is a Rob like a prototypical Robbie Anderson week. Like he comes out, he has a huge week. Scores a touchdown, you'll like perfect and boom play. Guy. You'll start him and then you'll have one catch for 10 yards. <laughs> yeah. And then you hold him on your bench like me for six weeks last year and then drop him. Like, and he's useless. Like, you held him and dropped, like, Michael Pittman. And then, you know, Corey picks him up and wins the title. But whatever.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the, the main issue with this team is the receiver depth. If you're not going to get anything from Lamb and Williams, there's not a ton on the bench. We'll see with IUK, but... Um, Not a ton to be confident in. I like the running back depth, honestly. If ETN picks it up, I think Cook will. Dylan and Carter, Like, I, I think he's got four nice guys there, but not a ton of receivers that I'm
1: really um, jumping around for joy. Yeah, let me know, Tom, if you want the number one in Carolina. <laughs> I have DJ Moore, so um, if
0: you're interested. But yeah, we'll see with Husser. N- nice way to squeak out a win for Proc,
1: but... Yeah, and a and a great matchup to end you know our matchups this week on you
0: know. So yeah, that that was all six. Um, let us know what you thought. Um, just any constructive criticism is welcome, and I think we'll end with uh, something that I think everyone was waiting for: our uh, nice Giants Titans breakdown. Oh um, yeah,
1: I'll let you kind of go first, and then. Yeah. So, I don't think I'm crazy in saying that the ceiling for the Giants this year is the Super Bowl and then I think the floor is probably an NFC Championship game appearance. I mean,
0: (laughs) all kidding aside, potentially like my favorite win since the Super Bowl. Um, I was just so happy for Saquon, so happy for like Shepard, these guys who have just been here for a decade of bullshit shit. constantly yeah. rehabbing just for them to just have nice big plays just i i, I don't know it, it was it yeah. was genuinely it, it emotional was, it, i genuinely was so happy it, it was so it's great pretty
1: much the guys who deserved it the most to have like a big play and the fact they the get game, rewarded whether yeah, they're like long the term leaders or not of the like
0: team. they kind of got their flowers dable i mean we if if we're down two possessions any time in the past like decade yeah. the game's over. We made adjustments. Tennessee made every single possible mistake. That that fucking third and one where they ran like a jet sweep to a back yeah. tight end. Like they gave us
1: opportunity after opportunity to get back in the game, which I and appreciate. our defense is absolutely in shambles. Like we didn't have our two pass uh, key pass rushers. We don't have our number one corner James Bradbury from last year. He's gone. Lake Martinez, our starting middle linebacker, is gone. We're starting a, a seventh round Mr. Irrelevant at linebacker. And like regardless of all that, the fact that they were able to manufacture a win is pretty huge. So I know I mean, I know me and Bill right now are kinda like roster baiting on the Giants, but I mean it was it's definitely like you say since the Super Bowl, the last time I was this hyped for a Giants win was Daniel Jones's first start when he came was, from behind that was against a good the buck. Um but I mean it was just a good play and like the fact that dable like actually had the the sense of mind to go for two like that just goes to show you like the confidence he really has in the team uh and and it just to like be a little bit more realistic like do are they going to win the super bowl like obviously yes so it they'll get there but um you know i i was happy with how they played in the first week um i was happy with how the defense played i will say that i mean you'll probably mirror the sentiment bill but i mean daniel jones really needs to play better because i think that game if daniel jones kind of performs a little bit better doesn't throw that you know end zone pick when he was like kind of uh just kind of like qb vision like madden on saquon like you know i think this game we probably win it by you know earlier in the game so it sucks, but I mean, a win's a win, and even on the miss kick, like the Giants look pretty good. And you know, I I wouldn't be shocked. Like I think we came into this year expecting six to seven wins, you know, and I think like after that game, seeing how they performed and how Saquon performed, especially coming back from all those injuries all these years, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this team's like kind of like on that on that playoff bubble come the end of the year, I, especially when we get uh, Thibodeau and uh, Alujari back. Yeah, I mean it, I I think in a week
0: NFC in a week division although the Eagles yeah. look good. I think we can accumulate wins. We have the soft schedule and I mean we can run the ball. Um I am pretty much just done with Daniel Jones like yep. He's not going to be the guy, but I just like the direction. Um going for 2 was just so fucking massive. I said it even yeah. before when we were driving. Um, if we, I said if we score, go for two. If we lose like that, I don't give a fuck. If they come down and kick the field goal, I don't give a fuck. And we finally got the reward of how many fucking field goal last second. Yeah, I know. It, it just reminds comeback.
1: me of last year against the the football team when, like, Dexter Lawrence jumps, jumps side And I mean, they we've miss lost the field to, goal, and then they re-kick it. It's just like... have had
0: 20 losses like that, and just to finally seemingly shift the culture i know it's one game but the fact that there's a direction that's not
1: just headed towards hell is so yeah and to have a coaching staff and a gm who seem like they're kind of sick of bullshit. this daniel James jones bullshit sick of how the organization's been run in the last like decade and they, they gutted um, the roster and like we're yeah gutted the roster and every already better. almost and are already better exactly Yeah, so Um, it's just it's just good to see a team that actually like. It it seems like we're gonna have a team that can actually compete in games this year, which is I think all we October, which is all I can really ask for. And if we make playoffs, we make
0: playoffs. We do have some winnable games coming up. Like I'm not gonna shout four and zero, but I mean Carolina next week, uh, Cowboys with Cooper Rush week after, and then I think Chicago. Who also won and are probably also feeling a lot of the same shit that we and are. And they beat
1: a good team. Yeah, Chicago yeah. beat a good team. So, I mean, that's we'll this is the best thing about the NFL, though. It's like the, the parody Parry. in the NFL is what makes it the best. So, Man. it's cool to get a win. Um, I'm completely out on Daniel Jones and Kenny Galladay. Um, <laughs> but seeing Saquon have the game he had, like... Just so well there. It, yeah. It, it's definitely like uh, a breath of fresh air, especially because... You know they have derrick henry on the other side and we were the giants defense with little, literal like backups like practice squad players on other teams was able to hold them to only 80 yards you know it's a good sign i mean i do like our chance against carolina coming up um but it, it really depends on daniel jones but um i'm out on him i i still think I think even if we make, even if the Giants, you know, end the season with a winning record are close to it, I, I think that he's clearly not the answer Um, I alluded I to it earlier. Out. Get
0: some of their guys in. Like, we'll, we'll have money to spend. Yeah. You can draft
1: your guy. Um, but yeah, either draft the a guy or, like I said, just throw, throw every dollar you have at Lamar Jackson because the fact that he's not signed by the Ravens is, like, one of the dumbest things he could have done. So, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think the ceiling is the Super Bowl and the floor is the NFC Championship game. So, you know, we'll be there at the end of the year. So, yeah, um, that's it for number two. Long one
0: today. Um, Looks like we're at like 240. So thanks for listening. Um, And we'll be back for the preview uh, next week. Um, Oh, not next week. In like two days, we'll do a preview of week two and try to keep it. Yeah, it should come out Thursday. Yep. Um, So, yeah that's it for me and then i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and then we'll be back in a couple days for
1: a week two preview Take- yeah i look forward to chirping at everybody in the group all week thanks bye guys burn down the house head for the hills
0: phone call you up let's make a deal don't tell a soul i never will i'm hypnotized in your cherries Lips like lightning, skin so sweet. Touch like fire, but you're so discreet. Fill my head with diamond rings. Everyone else is dead to me.